good evening, New York sports fans. Surprise! I'm Danielle McCartan. McCartan before midnight. Danielle at dinner time. I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up until 12 a.m. on this Thursday evening here in New York City and beyond. And whatever you're doing at the moment. You know what? I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next five hours. Whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFAN.com, or on our free Odyssey app. And of course, we are here in the Big Apple, and Connor Green and I are coming to you live from the Carton and Roberts studio, the Mike Francesa studio here in Lower Manhattan. So go ahead, start dialing 877-337-6666. Taking your calls right here in this first segment. Get aboard. You know the drill. And um, Connor before was like, hey, uh, what do, you, what do you think you're going to start with tonight? And I was like, you know what, Connor? Seeing as though trending on Twitter all day long today, literally from the minute I woke up until the minute I parked the car downstairs, were the, were the fra- was the phrase Aaron Rodgers and the word car, C-A-R-R. And I was like, you know what? I got to do it. I have to do it. And, and, and every time my watch buzzes with, you know, some breaking news coming through, I actually dread looking at it. And you want to know why? Because I fear it's going to read New York Jets and Derek Carr agreed to terms. I fear that. Because, you know, it's been a few days. The last time you and I talked, it was during my Saturday night show. And we talked about that, that photo, that image of Carr and Hackett and Douglas and Sala and, and that, that came from that restaurant in, in Summit, New Jersey. And, you know... It was, uh, someone posted, I guess it was like late Saturday afternoon, and I kept saying throughout the show that night, and I just just kept saying how happy Derek Carr looked. He looked beaming in in that photo, and I'm like, oh no. And and you know what? Now we know why, because Diana Rossini, she reported this very quote. She said, the Jets made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win— you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, I, I mean, I would be smiling ear to ear, too, if someone told me that. But, I mean, come on. That is a little bit of a stretch, if you ask me. But, to me, the, the two biggest key words in, in the whole Diana Rossini report, which was gold, the, the, the two words that stuck out to me were end win. Well, Derek Carr has shown that that he cannot win in the cold. Yes, it's a small sample size, but that's important to me. We talk about it pretty much every week, right? So if you're you're shaking your head at your radio right now or or, or on your phone, whatever, and you're shaking your head like that doesn't matter to me, well, then you know what? Go start, go down to the Meadowlands and start this construction on that dome. And then I can get excited about Derek Carr. And besides that, Okay, say you build the dome at MetLife Stadium, which is never going to happen. Good luck winning road playoff games in, in cities like, you know, the top couple seeds. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo. I mean, I heard the kickoff temperature is at or below 37 degrees in those places during the playoffs, I think, right? Uh-oh, right? 37 degrees is not even cold. I'm wearing a flannel shirt right now, and it's 41 and he can't play in the cold. So, then all of these details today emerging are, are making me nervous that the Jets are going to jump the gun on the real prize. 
Aaron Rodgers. Punxsutawney Phil, Staten Island Chuck, Cheesehead Aaron. They've all emerged from their holes. And according to the owner of the facility, Rodgers left yesterday. And quite honestly, this entire time, I pictured Rodgers holed up in like this dark, dirty, damp, cold cave somewhere in the middle of nowhere, maybe not even in the United States, so dark that you can't see your hand in front of your face, and the only food he eats is the food he catches. You know, that kind of thing. Rogers said before he went that it was more about sitting in silence. This is quote, sitting in silence, which most of us never do. We rarely even turn our phones off or put the blinds down to sleep in the darkness. It's just sitting in isolation, meditation, and dealing with your thoughts. Well, that's funny. As I sit here in a studio with, I can't even count how many lights on me right now, a a laptop screen open, my cell phone screen open, and a TV and the call screen. That 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 is four different screens going on right here. So I get it. So, so Scott Berman, he's the owner of the facility where Rogers went, he described where he was as a 300-square-foot room that is, a, that is a partially underground structure devoid of light with a queen bed with a bathroom and a meditation-like mat that is the room is, not the mat, the, the room is fully powered and the lights can be turned on from inside of the room there are lights and they can be turned on huh it's it actually so so i then i was like a little curious so i started looking at the pictures which i just tweeted out at coach m-c-c-a-r-t-a-n if you want to go take a look so there is a light that he can turn on it's an actual room with furniture in it it doesn't sound so crazy actually when i looked at the picture of that room it doesn't look so bad I mean, the actual photos of the accommodations over the past, they're, they're coming out. And, and as I look right now from the outside, it looks like, I don't know, built into like a little pound, like mound of rocks, I guess. It's a little room with a wooden door, and it's in the snow. We haven't even seen snow. I, I like one snow. I think that looks pretty calm, actually. Again, and there's lights that he can turn on, so this is not total darkness. This is much nicer than what I was picturing. Peace, quiet solitude, it suddenly doesn't seem so weird to me once I see where he was. I think we can all use a little of that sometimes, to be honest with you, but I just don't think I'd be able to handle the, the, the darkness factor, though. But And you know what? Maybe Aaron Rodgers couldn't either because, again, maybe he took his finger and flipped the white light switch on the, for, the, for the entire time he's been in there. Who knows? He had control of it, is what I'm saying. And on February 7th, he said on the McAfee show that the retreat would help him gain clarity about his football future. Okay, well, then a week after that, he said it would give him a better sense of where he's at in his life. Okay, chop, chop, we want to know. Meanwhile, you got Derek Carr and his brother, more so the brother, doing, doing his, his sensitive brother's work on TV. We know Derek Carr is sensitive. David Carr, he's doing yeoman's work for his brother on TV. He's airing all the, the Derek Carr dirty laundry all over TV. It's like, just stop with the drama. I mean, maybe that belongs on Bravo Network instead of where he is. I mean, it hasn't even begun yet. And and David Carr said, here's what he said about his brother, Derek. He said, there was just a difference of opinion as far as how to run the offensive football and how to play offensive football in Vegas. When you're a veteran quarterback, you've got veteran guys. You want some control at the line of scrimmage. 
He said he he also called it Derek's superpower that he can change plays at the line of scrimmage, and you know he couldn't use it under Josh McDaniels. Enough, okay, enough. And at the very least, I hope that was a major conversation point as they spoke over some nice cacio e pepe, gnocchi alla Sorrentina, pasta alla norma. I mean, who wouldn't love Jersey after that meal? Anyway, I don't care if Rodgers is weird. That's the point. I don't care if he's nuts. I mean, those are subjective terms anyway. Like, for example, I don't like roller coasters. Is that weird? I don't eat seafood. I don't eat burgers. Is that nuts? I take my shoes off on plane rides. Is that weird and nuts? I don't consider any of it weird. See? It's a subjective term. But I'll tell you something factual. Aaron Rodgers' weirdness has never kept him off the playing field. Unlike the other, now parted, uh, mercurial hardwood superstar that forced his way out of here. He was weird, and, and you never knew, more importantly, if you can count on him to suit up for a game on a night-to-night basis. In fact, before he forced himself out of here, we were all wondering aloud on my show, well, what's up with this? This guy, Kyrie Irving, he, he's been pretty consistent in showing up on a day-to-day. Like, wow. It, it clearly was the exception to the rule of Kyrie Irving. And you're like, wow, this is harmonious for once. Until he didn't. That was just a tiny little stretch, right? So you can't compare the two. Roger suits up every single weekend. He played last year with a broken thumb. I mean, no excuses. So I don't want to hear, he's weird, he came out of the hole, blah, blah, like a groundhog, whatever. Win here in New York and New Jersey, and it doesn't matter. He could they could stay in that hole all week long, the entire football season long, as long as he continues to win. I don't care. And you know what? You'll have Jets fans building their own darkness retreat huts in their backyards just to get away from their own families. And, and again, Diana Rossini said of Carr's visit, she said, I heard it went really well from both sides. They were pretty clear with him. They told him he was a great quarterback. They believe he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top young defense, the strong young skill guys on offense, the explosive run game. But I can tell you, Carr does like New York. And I can tell you that the notification that I want to see come through my watch is that the Jets and Aaron Rodgers have worked something out. 877-337-6666 in the order that you called. Of course, that's how we do it here. Uh, we go down to Tom's River. And, Steve, you're leading off tonight. Hey, Danny. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So, I'm a Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the hosts are really high on Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I love that you brought up the cold weather statistic there. Can't What happens when they have the to go to Buffalo or New England week 17 for a playoff spot? Oh, Yes. Right. It's, he's not going to fare well. You know what? You know how that's going to go? That's going to go how at the end of the season, towards the end of the season, they played in Pittsburgh. He, he had exactly. three picks, one interception, and a, a completion percentage of, like, I think it was like 50%, I think less, and a quarterback rating of 42.2. That's like, like that's some bad, like, Zach Wilson-type numbers there. Horrible oh, in the cold. It's brutal. It's brutal. And there's a big, there's a big parting between Raider fans. There's people who love Carr. There's people who want a car out. And then there's some of us in the middle. Um, I guess I'm one of those in the middle. Like, I think he's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think they. a lot of people are talking about how he's always available, how he, he doesn't get hurt. Derek Carr, I don't know if you watched him, 
he's afraid to take a hit. Yeah. He doesn't take hits. That's why he doesn't get hurt. He has mm. happy feet. Mm-hmm. In the Vegas Pro Bowl thing, he oh, had yeah. happy feet in the flag football game. <laughs> Well, you know that, you know, when he did the skills competition, you knew that was like a, that was personal to him. Okay, do it, do oh, it that, in the cold, do it at MetLife Stadium in Florham Park. I hope they, they set the, the same thing up for him in the cold. Yeah, they, he's, I just don't think, I don't see the fit. I, I don't see the fit, and I'm glad you don't either. No, I don't. And, and you know what, Steve, it, it goes back to the cold weather. Like you said, like I said in the open air, it, if you have to, you know, win and in, like you said, in New England uh, in Week 18, you then you get a uh, you draw the uh, 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 a game against I don't even know uh, the Cincinnati Bengals round one of the playoffs in Cincinnati. I don't have any faith he's going to be able to get it done. No, and he's very sensitive, like you said too. What's going to happen when the New York reporters get all over him? He's going to threaten a fight. You know, he was threatening fighter, uh, reporters to fight. What? <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's God. a story of him threatening to get in a ring with a couple of the uh, media people out when they were in Oakland. Like, oh how's he gonna? How's he gonna handle New York? Yeah, fluffy Oakland. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know how he's gonna do it? Like he's already doing it. He's having his brother do the heavy lifting for him. That's what he's having. That's what, how it's gonna work. Hey, you're right. But you're you know right. what though? It, it, Derek Carr, the person, and Derek Carr, the player. I, he, he, the people rally. The players rally around him in, in the locker room. He seems like an excellent person. You want to root for him. He just can't win in the cold. And that's it. If, if there was a, a dome here or whatever, we, we were in a warm weather climate, I would be m- like, let's go. Let's do it. But it's a significant Absolutely. concern for me. I think he's going to go to the Saints. So I think, you know, the Jets have a good shot at Aaron Rodgers. I think my Raiders do too, but I don't think it's going to be Derek Carr. Uh, I, I don't know there, Stephen. Thanks for the call there. Um, I mean, the Saints, for all the reasons that I just explained, he wouldn't be a good fit for the Jets. He'd be a great fit for, for, for the Saints. It's temperature controlled. He'll do fine there. I know it's a small sample size. It's important. He looked, let's just say, for instance, my mom says, give me a for instance. All right, the for instance is that Pittsburgh game. Finished with a quarterback rating of 42.2. That is among, like, among the worst of, of, of Zach Wilson that we've seen. I think the Patriot game, he was at like a 40, 45 rating. Zach Wilson was. So so it's not good. It's not that he can't win in the cold. It, it's, he's terrible. Like, he, there's no chance to win in the cold. His offenses have never – you want to say, oh, well, you know, blame it on the, 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 the Raiders' defense, you know, Patrick Graham, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Fine. But, again, an offense of Derek Carr has never scored more than 17 points in those, I'm going to air quotes here, cold weather games. That's significant. Josh in the Bronx, you're up next here on The Fan. Danielle, I am so glad you brought this up and everything. Crunching the numbers, the, the experience. You want a mature person at that quarterback spot. It's all hilarious. Mm-hmm. But when all is said and done, I don't know, even if it's weird or not, it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, they've got to get him. I mean, you know, what you've been saying about Derek Carr and everything, I think he's going to the Saints. Uh, You know, with all this going on and everything back and forth, I think that date is March 15th when they can actually, you know, um, sign and start all that. But thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to make that point on Aaron Rodgers because – you know, old, older in this case might be better. 
Thank you for taking my call, Danielle. I think so, Josh. And thanks for that. And, and a lot of the people are like, okay, well, would you take a year or two? And it is March 15th, by the way, so everybody knows 1 p.m. March 15th. Um, Everybody's like, oh, well, would you rather take one or one year of Rogers or two years of Rogers when you can get Carr for five? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. Yes, I would. Aaron Rodgers, you, you're an immediate Super Bowl contender on that Jets team. Immediate. Will in Montville, New Jersey, you're up next here on The Fan. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Good, good how are you? Good, good. Uh, listen, I'm a, long, a lifelong Packers fan, mm-hmm. transplant, living in New Jersey now. I've had the pleasure and the displeasure of watching Aaron Rodgers play in the playoffs the last decade or so. And uh, you made a very fascinating point that your objection to having Derek Carr brought into New York is that he can't win in the cold, obviously. Um, but I want to point out that it is not debatable amongst Packers fans at all that Aaron Rodgers is famously bad in the cold in the postseason in the last decade. Six and three. Um, Six and three in the postseason when contests are played below freezing temperatures. Six and three. I think Jets fans would sign up for that. No, I, I can't disagree with you, but I can say that Aaron Rodgers, as far as his clutch performances, are not is not good in the playoffs. He famously loses in uh, San Francisco um, at Lambeau Field. I mean, the Packers, as a fan base, no longer, and I mean, I've been a fan since, I don't know, 93, and the fan base right now, we have no um, home field advantage. Like, we, it does not exist. He's 28-8 and eight in, 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 in regular season contests in below freezing. That's 32 degrees. We're talking about car in 37, which is like right. summertime for, for Green Bay people. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying... 28-8 in, in cold and freezing games. Right, and, and how, where has that gotten him in the last 12 years? Listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. I am not saying Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a good fit in, in the Jets, uh, for the Jets. It's going to be perfect. come here. Yeah. But I want to, but 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 you have to take that into consideration as a Packers fan who has watched the agony of this. Every time the Packers play a postseason, that gets where the weather, like everyone's like, oh, Rogers would be great out outdoors, no dome, Met, or MetLife Stadium. It's just it, it's not as perfect as you might think. When starting games and, where conditions are at 32 degrees or lower, Rogers' winning rate increases to nearly 75 percent compared to his total career winning rate of just over 65 percent. And I, I agree that the numbers, like, when you, when you take the numbers like that, it looks good. But when you take the numbers, like, okay, so, like, take for 2011 NFC title game, Chicago Bears. They won. No one, rem- no one remembers how Aaron Rodgers played. He didn't play great. Now, they had a terrific defense. However, I think the Jets, like I said before, I want to see him come to the Jets. So, I think the Jets have a defense that uh, basically Jets mirrors have the championship caliber defense era. Championship I know, I know. caliber. That's why it could be good. Yes, but, it but will be good. You don't want Derek Carr because he's not a good in the cold. You kind of have to take Aaron Rodgers yeah, but, in Will, consideration in the same. Fine. In the same, I, Will, I, I hear you. I hear you, Will. I got you. But Rodgers has a record of 28-8 and eight altogether and 6-3 and three in the postseason when contests are played in below freezing temperatures. Now, this is an article from, from December 29, 2022. Yeah. If I'm a Jeff fan... I'm signing up for this tomorrow. Absolutely. And we'll talk about why the Jets are the most attractive destination for Aaron Rodgers next here on The Fan. Welcome back to WFA, and my name is Danielle McCartan. As I have one eye on the Devils-Kings game here in the studio, uh, the Devils are down 2 nothing early. Early. Plenty of time, you may say, if you're a Devils fan now. It's like, all right, Devils are pretty good. They've got time to make this up. In years past, you've been like, all right, start the car. This game's over. So I'll keep an eye on it for you. Unfortunately, I don't have any sort of pitcher in pitcher, so I know the Rangers are playing now at the same time. Uh, the reason why I picked the Devils is because I had reached out to them to see if um, any of the players wanted to call in live 
um, after the game tonight. Uh, the invitation's still out there, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, at Coach MCCARTAN on Twitter, getting a lot of reactions to the actual photos of the Rogers retreat. Uh, some made me laugh. So here's one. Uh, Darius Smith said on Twitter, he said, I was imagining a cave, to be honest. Yes, so was I. And someone wrote uh, at, at Roadflare76 says, Rogers has been getting beat up a bit over this retreat, but I'm certainly down for this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at uh, Confound Mind One, Mike, I guess his name is, he wrote, I would be there for an entire week, Danielle. A whole week. And I wrote, yes, that would make me LOL. Right? Um, see? I, I'm imagining a cave, but it's it's not that. And, you know, I know the Raiders have the advantage of having the temperate climate out there in Vegas now, a climate-controlled roof stadium. I also know Devontae Adams was telling people on Twitter that Rodgers is moving into his neighborhood of Vegas, and Darren Waller was recruiting him on TMZ Sports. But I also know that the Raiders were just the sixth team eliminated from playoff contention last season and right up there with the Rams and the Falcons. So my question is, are the Raiders really just a quarterback away? The last I checked, Patrick Graham is still the defensive coordinator out there. So, you know, I'm glad the Giants realized that they'll never win with him on the coaching staff. So that's why the Jets are the more attractive destination for Aaron Rodgers. And the number one reason is the Jets deliberately, and don't tell me otherwise, hired Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Don't tell me that Hackett did not pick up the phone and have a conversation or a few with Rodgers before he signed his name on the dotted line in in Florham Park. And number two, look at all of the young, skilled players that the Jets have on their rookie contracts. Garrett Wilson, rookie of the week four times last year. Brees Hall, before his season was lost early due to injury, rookie of the week twice, twice, two times. Then, of course, Toss Gardner, he's on the other side of the ball, rookie of the week four times. So who would you rather have, Garrett Wilson or, or is it in Green Bay, Romeo Dobbs? I mean, come on. If you want to go back to Green Bay, you're throwing a Romeo Dobbs instead of Garrett Wilson? I'm taking Garrett Wilson every day of the week and twice on Sunday. You know what? Wilson led all rookies with 83 catches and 1,103 receiving yards, which was good for 15th overall in the NFL, 15th. And he had four different quarterbacks throwing him the ball. Four different C team, not the A team, not the B team, C team quarterbacks throwing him the ball in real games. If I'm picking between Romeo Dobbs or Garrett Wilson, if that entered my mind in my darkness retreat, where there's a light switch that I can turn on with my own finger, um, I'm, I'm picking I'm picking the Jets and I'm picking Garrett Wilson. Absolutely no questions asked. Anthony in Brooklyn, you're up next here on the fan. Yeah, hi. Uh, I I want to talk about Rogers. I think that the Jets are playing this just right. They're doing what they need to do as far as waiting it out. You have to take the best available quarterback, and that's Rogers over Carr. Yep. But uh, I think they definitely need to uh, see what Rodgers is going to do, which I think he's going to likely stay in Green Bay. But you have to take that chance and wait it out at this point. Well, that's right. And, and I, think, I think the Jets met with Carr uh, calculated, right? That they, I think they picked now, right? So when Rodgers comes out of his hole, he sees – I, I don't want to keep saying hole because it's not a hole. His little, his little bunker. 
then he's going to see, oh, wow, the, the Jets met with Kara and, and it went really well. I mean, may, maybe I should get on this. Maybe I should make this decision sooner rather than later. I think, like you said, Anthony, they're playing it perfectly for once. Yeah, and, and I think he's the better quarterback. And, and if he's willing to come to the Jets, and I do agree with you, um, having Hackett there is definitely a plus. So I think if uh, he agrees to come to the Jets, he he got to sign him. I mean, right? I mean, does this ever happen in Jets land? <laughs> Never. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, Anthony, I think you you hit it right on the head there. The Jets are playing this perfectly. Because I think the timing of the Derek Carr thing was perfect. Okay, whatever day, Saturday that was, right? Saturday of last weekend. And Rodgers knows about it, right? He goes into the retreat. He comes out and he's like, wow, it really went well. I got to make a decision sooner rather than later about what I'm going to do. And, and if you're choosing between Rodgers and Carr, I mean, there is no comparison. Again, I'm taking one or two seasons of Aaron Rodgers over five of Derek Carr any day. Any day. You'd be silly not to. With Aaron Rodgers on that roster, you are an immediate Super Bowl contender. I mean, place your bets now. Put your bets in now. I already have uh, 10, 10 bucks. I think I put on the Jets to win the Super Bowl. I think I did it already. I'm telling you, you don't want those odds once Rodgers comes. Let's go to Monty in Woodbridge, New Jersey. You're up there, Monty. Hey, how you doing? I'm a longtime Jet fan, and, and I watch Aaron Rodgers. And my father really likes him and everything. But, you know, I'm tired of his act. And if New York wants him to come to, New, you know, here and hold the, the Jets hostage for a couple playoff games, then, hey, you know, but I'm not buying it. This guy, he's 40 years old. He could fall off the cliff tomorrow. And as far as I'm concerned, I think he shot his you – know, he don't have any more – but he's got one Super Bowl, and, and that's it. How many does Elway have? Did Danny Marino get a Super Bowl? So it's not guaranteed this guy's going to the Super Bowl again. And it's not guaranteed then, he's going to fall off either there, Monty. I mean, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl MVP at age 43. Yeah, but Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, two different animals. I mean, Aaron really? Rodgers is – yes, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. They talk, oh, he can't play with the wide receivers. You know why? He's the young wide receivers. Because he's so aloof. He goes home after practice. doesn't spend time with him. Uh, Mahomes – had nothing but young wide receivers, and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but Mahomes is, a diff- Mahomes is a different style of quarterback, a different era of quarterback. Style? You got to win the game. It yeah. doesn't matter. You got to, you know, style. Hey, you if you can beat the number one defense in the league, I guess you got the right style. I mean, you know, but that's, that's, that's irrelevant. I don't think he's going to – he's not going to get past Allen or Burrow. And then Mahomes, forget about it because he's not clutch. You know, I can't deal with And he's had 10 years, never had a um, tight end. You know, like. Who, who hasn't had a tight end one. in 10 years? Uh, um, Rodgers. He never had one he could keep. They, okay, he, he, threw he's, his he's first, he threw his first touchdown pass to a first uh, first round wide receiver in, in Rodgers' career. Think about how long it's been. It's October of 2022 was the first touchdown pass he threw to a first round wide receiver. I mean, come on. You, everybody talks about Daniel Jones and how he doesn't have talent around him. If you if you compare Rodgers to Daniel Jones, no, then, I'm, you know, I'm okay. saying I'm, I'm right. saying the right. the Packers have not put him in a great position to succeed. How have the defenses of the Packers ever been ranked higher than what? Come on. 
Oh, come on. The Chiefs, did, have they ever had a defense? I mean, this year they started to learn how the to The Chiefs play are defense. loaded on offense. Every game's a Look, shootout with loaded. the Chiefs. They have, they, have, they, have, they have second and third round receivers. And, the only and, thing and they have Kelsey, is Kelsey is not the best tight end in the game? Kelsey's the best tight end All right, in the game. That helps. Patrick and him, yeah, that helps. you know, hang out. and they do. He doesn't they, have the I, best I, offensive line in the league? Move. I mean, that helps. Listen, you, listen I, I'll tell you what. You can buy that Roger stuff if you want. I'm telling you, he's going to come here, hold the Jets hostage, and on top of that, the guy is just not – he's not that likable. You know what, I mean, Monty? He's not and that about type this? of guy that's going to be like I'll in the you – know, Monty, I'll take that end of the deal. And you know what? When the Jets win the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, you're not invited to the parade. <laughs> okay. Okay. How's that sound? All right. All right. And he's not getting past Allen Mahomes. Yeah, and, and, you, sure. and you think Derek Carr is? No, I'm not saying he is. Oh, but then who is it? Then Monty, who is it? If it's not Rodgers, who is it? I would okay. Listen, we don't have the answer. And no, the who answer do you is want, not in this Monty? Draft. I want to know who you want. Okay, okay. How? Who? Who do I want? Yeah. Who? Who I really want? Yeah. Okay. I want. Tell Mahomes, me what you want. What you really, happen. really want? <laughs> who? That's not gonna happen. I want Mahomes, but that's never Mahomes, gonna happen. Mahomes, Monty, come on, come on! You can't no, shoot someone saying. else's idea down and then tell me you want Mahomes on the Jets. You're nuts. No, that's I'm, nuts. I'm, I know that, but listen. I, no, but who is it, the though, Monty? The answer's not in this year's draft. The answer's not maybe in next. So you want draft. Zach Wilson for two more years? Hey, that's what we got. Oh they made my God, Monty! Well, I, to be honest, with you, I don't really want Salah. Oh I'm not my God! Say that. Oh, I, you want Andy Reid probably too, right? I want an offensive coach. Why do I need a defensive coach? <laughs> oh, my God, Monty. In, in, in this league right now. Come on, Monty. You're going to get a defensive coach <sighs> to coach Aaron Rodgers. What all are they going to do? Right? So, all right, so Aaron Rodgers, who is probably going to be the his own offensive coordinator, but he's got his old buddy Nathaniel Hackett in there. That's that's a, mari- that's a marriage in heaven, who okay? Thinks? Who so, thinks? So, you're, thinks? You, so you never answered the question. If it's not Rodgers, you want you said you want Wilson for two more years? Is that is that what? So we're clear here? <laughs> And you know why I want Wilson for two more years? Oh. So the regime that brought you Wilson love, in here Because you out. love punishment. That's no, why. No, no, no. So because the regime that brought Wilson in here gets out, and in two years we can draft someone. But, you know, everybody's mind will clear. Typical we'll Jet fan looking is. towards the draft there, Monty. Typical Jet fan picking the wrong quarterback, looking towards the draft in two more years. Typical. When you've got players on rookie contracts that might not even be here two more in two more years i got to look at, at at you know their situation there i mean come on monty come on that's a loser mentality there monty loser mentality bring aaron rodgers in your team's an immediate immediate contender i'm daniel mccartan with you on the fan till 12 a.m. welcome back to the fan my name is daniel mccartan hanging with you till 12 a.m. that is midnight and I have now heard it all. Monty says he would rather have two more years of Zach Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I've heard it all. I mean, that, that's just as simple as that. I, does does that even deserve a response? I mean, I, he wants he wants the Jets to draft somebody in two more years. I mean, that's nuts. That is nuts. And uh, again, I, I posted the pictures of the retreat uh, that. Um, Aaron Rodgers uh, just came out of earlier today, or I guess no, yesterday, Wednesday. He came out of the out of the hole, and he, I'm picturing this cave, dark, the whole thing. He had electricity in there. Uh, he had a bed. He had a, 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 look at it. Just go at Coach M C C A R T A N, and uh, at Executive Buying says when he came out of that, Danielle, did he see his shadow? And I said no. You know what he saw? 
he saw a Jets logo on the ground in the snow when he opened the door. That's what he saw. You never know, right? If I would have known that's where he was, I would have went out and, and, and flew out there and designed a little Jets logo myself and say, hey, it's a sign. Right? Aaron Rodgers makes the Jets an immediate, immediate Super Bowl contender. What say you? 877-337-6666. Justin in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. You're up on the fan. If I have to watch Zach Wilson for two more years, I'm going to go top step in MetLife and jump off. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to go bury myself in a hole somewhere in the darkness. I know. Yeah. So, it, initially, of course, Rodgers, Rodgers, all in. Yeah. I know he's 39. I, I, I understand. With this defense, with this young talent, they're an immediate winner. Yes. However, be, being a Jets fan, I always have to plan for the worst because that's what I've been given for the last 40 years. Yep. Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, clearly, but he's never thrown for less than 3,200 yards, and he averages, I think, quick math, 24 touchdowns a year. So that being said, Rodgers, again, a guy's going in the dark. He, 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 he's a strange dude. Whatever the case may be, let's say it doesn't work out. Is it the worst thing in the world for them to go for card? No, because again, thirty two hundred yards and twenty four touchdowns. And how many in the win. cold? But but how many in the cold? That's you my can't fear. win so, in right, the cold. He's zero and eight. Yep, he's zero and eight yes. in games that are under thirty eight. Thirty seven degrees, degrees at kickoff right. or below. So, which is not even cold, Justin. Cold. That's not cold. No, oh, trust me. Listen, I I I know. I, I again uh, now worst worst case scenario. No Rogers, no card. Now what? So if you're kicking Rogers and he goes, well, guys hurt more than my four-year-old who bangs into the walls all the time. Yes. To, to draft another one. I no way. What that guy was saying. What, no how many way. times have to play this game? I mm-hmm. can't do it anymore. Enough. No. Caleb Williams ain't coming out till next year. And you have to have the first pick in the draft for him. So Woody Johnson for all of his whatever. Give Now, the, my other fear is if Rogers says, I only want to go to the Jets to play with Hackett, great. That means we have all the leverage. We don't have to give a ton of draft picks. However, mm-hmm. if Rogers says, well, I'll give you four teams, then you got to start giving up ones and twos, which him at 39, he could play for a year and say, ah, I'm yeah. done. I'm going to go you know, live out in the desert somewhere and whatever. Yeah. That's, so you, playing, it's, they're in a very tough spot, but the, the one spot they can't be in is Zach Wilson on opening day. Oh. If you want to see people revolt, <laughs> that'll be it. I don't know what this other dude's talking about. Hasn't been a Jets fan that long because it's too much misery already. Make a move. And and, and thanks for the call there, Justin. And another upside of this is, again, when they had the joint practice with the Green Bay Packers, what was that last summer or the summer before? What what was the main narrative coming out of there? How many pictures were taken of Zach Wilson standing next to his idol, Aaron Rodgers? Maybe in the year or two that Rodgers is here. I mean, listen, I didn't want Zach Wilson in the draft. Uh, Go back to the tapes during draft leading up to it. I didn't want them to take him. However, once they did, I was like, you know what? They're going to have to get behind him. He is, he does have talent. He needs some direction, and he needs someone to mentor him through the process. And who better to do that than his idol, Aaron Rodgers? I don't know if there's a better pairing for him. And, you know, I thought you brought up a good point. And how much would be too much? For Hall of Fame quarterback, probably first ballot, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I looked at this, and I said, all right, well, Rodgers is better than Russell Wilson, period. Stop. And here's what Denver gave up to get Russell Wilson. 
two first-round picks, which it was number nine last year, number five this year, two second-round picks, which was number 40 last year and number 38 this year, a fifth-rounder, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, and Shelby Harris. And the Broncos got uh, Russell Wilson and a fourth-rounder in 2022. That's too much. But again, Wilson's younger, signed for longer, you know, more of a shelf life on him. So, okay. I think if that's the package, the Jets would be nuts. Nuts. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. At that point, I would just say it's it's better just to continue building the right way. You get yourself Garoppolo, Carr maybe even, just, just, just for money. Those guys are here just for money, not for draft picks, and you just continue. Get it done with a young, young, inexpensive team. This draft, though, by the way, is very deep on offensive linemen. So you can get a quality offensive lineman in the second round if it is that you're going to deal your first-round pick to the Packers. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Edgar in Hartsdale, New York. You're up next, Sound Fan. Hey, how are you, Daniel? Good, how are so, you? I've uh, been listening for a while, so I have a couple of questions. I know, sure. Just, just going through. So, I mean, the first thing you mentioned that I heard about, about was uh, Rodgers and his, and his, uh, his uh, percentage, high percentage of cold games. I'm thinking to myself, the majority of their games are played in cold weather. Right. So that that works in his favor. Right. Uh, uh, the, the other question, I, I guess it would be the same here because it's cold, so I guess it's a moot point. Mm-hmm. The other question I have, and this is bringing in the Giants for a second. Sure. Is there any, is there any way... Like, let's say Daniel, Daniel Jones is not our number one choice or doesn't happen because he wants too much money. Is there any avenue? Because nobody, I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Maybe it's not a possibility. Is there any avenue that the Giants have a play for Rodgers or Carr or any of the other quarterbacks that are? Uh, kind of if I were the Giants, it wouldn't be smart if I were the It wouldn't be smart business if I pursued Rodgers if I were the Giants because the Giants. Or Carr? Well, well, well hold on. Because Rodgers okay. would have to be done via draft. And the Giants are not, like the Jets, the Giants are not a quarterback away from winning at all. They're just not. The Jets might very well be. So if I were the Jets, so I think Rodgers is completely off the table for the Giants. But Carr, just for money, might be a play for the Giants. Might be. But I say no because... Daniel Jones and the Giants are going to get a job done. Every report I've read, seen, heard, it's just a matter of hammering out details. Structuring a contact contract so that the Giants have a little bit of wiggle room now when they're in cap hell in order to surround him with some more talent than he ha- has been working with. So I think it's just a matter of, of, of when. Not yeah, if. I don't love him. And then if, we, if we go that route, I figure, I think to myself, okay, we'll get Daniel Jones for – Five years, and I'll just suck for another five years. I don't think so. I, I've yeah. always believed in Daniel Jones, and and I'm I'm happy that he had the season that he did with, with what he was working with. I, I think there's a he has improved on on almost every metric every year he's been here. I mean, think about just fumbles alone; it's pretty much non-existent. Very true. His interception ratio, his interception percentage, one percent, best in the league last year, better than Brady, better than anybody last year, number one. Yeah, I guess I guess my thing is I see how far they went, and now I'm thinking, what's the upside? Where can we improve? Like, can can he be the guy to take us to the next step? And I, I think, you know, I feel like he's gotten maybe this is a ceiling. And if it is, you know, it's great. But I don't I think guess, so. I, I don't guess. think so because you you ne- you haven't seen a plateau in his numbers yet. They are still on the increase for for three seasons in a row, despite all of the adversity that he has gone through within coaches, you know, offensive coordinators, and 
wide receiver. I mean, he was thrown to who? Who was he throwing to out there? Come on. Who was no, a Yeah, player? I could I could have played receiver on this team. It's a right. good point. I mean, we, right. the folks that we were getting excited about that were injured, yeah. nobody else would be excited about. Right. So, I mean, I, 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 guess, I, I guess that's true. And he has improved every year on, on you know what I mean? So, I, 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 I'm giving him time. He's got a coach that believes in him. The coach that made Josh Allen is this, the coach that's going to make this guy. I'm telling you right now. Okay, so what, last thing. Yeah. So let's say we do have a play at Carr. I mean, wouldn't you as a Giants think if he's a better quarterback, upgrade now because the opportunity is there versus, well, let's think because maybe he can be better than he is now. But again, I go back to the same argument with the Jets and Carr. He can't win in the cold, and that's huge. And you don't know if he can play in New York. You know Daniel Jones can. Daniel Jones learned from Eli Manning. They used to sit together and, and eat together and talk about football together at the same table in the cafeteria. I mean, who better to learn from? Sure. What kind of pedigree what, is what, that? Last thing is with Aaron Rodgers. Is I, before I heard you say that, you know, him being a mentor for, for Wilson. Yeah. And I don't see Rodgers. I mean, his history isn't there as far as, you know, being a lead guy for the quarterback or for the for the, for the the backup. Sure. It's sort of like, hey, kid, you could sit there and watch what I do, and maybe if that's what we're, you know, hoping for as, 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 or what Jets fans are hoping for, that he learns through osmosis versus Rodgers, like, really but, trying to sit sure. down and show Edgar, things. Edgar, maybe, right? And maybe that's the way it goes. But here's the other thing, too. When the Packers drafted Julian Love, Aaron Rodgers, everybody was – my brother's a Packers fan. And he was shocked, and his brother, his friends, for Christmas bought him a Julian or for his birthday. His birthday's in, in April. They bought him a Julian Love T-shirt. I mean, it was a joke. Why would you want to help somebody behind you if they're like? I know this is going to sound bad, but they're, they're, he wasn't ready to give it up yet. Clearly, that was how many years ago. Okay, so you help him as long as best you can. But but if Aaron Rodgers is going to come to the Jets, it's going to be for two years, and that it and it's over. So why would you not bequeath? all of your knowledge to the guy behind you who is no threat to you. Let's be clear. Zach Wilson should not see the field for another year or two. Never mind, be the starter. But in that scenario, I think you'd be a little bit more giving. I'm Dan McCartan. Quick break, update. I'm Welcome back, back to WFAN in the top of the 8 p.m. hour. One hour down, four to go. And the Devils are still down. 2-0. I feel like I'm like a freestyle over here. Um... Couple of tweets coming through still. Uh, he's a good, he's a good, he's a good listener, loyal listener. Uh, Sal Niban, he says uh, this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Kyrie Irving 2.0. I'm Daniel McCartan, by the way, with, until 12. Uh, Kyrie Irving 2.0 is what he said, and I said Rodgers has never missed a game for any sort of BS reason. Kyrie, well, that's a whole different story, not comparable. And he said, well, I'm just thinking that they will provide uh, similar. Grist. I don't know if that word, but similar, similar talk for the New York talk sports mill. You know what I'm trying to say. And I said, you know what? No, I don't care how weird Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, quote, unquote, weird Aaron Rodgers is. If he brings wins home to the Jets, I don't care. I really don't care. I will never say a negative thing about him ever if he wins. Steve in Flushing, New York. You're up on the fam. Danielle, how's it going? How are you? Great, how are you? Good. Um, I wanted to touch more on base. I'm a Giants fan. So yeah. I wanted to talk about Daniel Jones sure. and Saquon a little bit. But about Aaron Rodgers, I was just looking up his retreat. And, you know, but you put these pictures on, so I was kind of curious. So it says he gets two meals a day uh, delivered to his little uh, you know, hole in the ground or whatever it is. But um, he gets them together. 
like it's not like he, he can only eat one. So I mean, I, I thought that was kind of weird and wait, odd. I guess. Wait, it, I don't get it. What, what do you say? He got two meals, right? Yeah, but they but they give him both meals at the same time. Oh, I and see. And for the whole day, yeah, for the whole day. So okay. he gets you get. It says that they come to see you once. One, they check up on you once a day. Um, okay. You let them know when, and they'll like uh, stoke the fireplace and uh, you know clean up after you if you want, and then you know give you your meals and then just let you be for the rest of the day. So um, I just I don't know. I just thought it was. I was like, why would he eat two meals at the same time? I don't. Know. <laughs> or maybe he saves one. Maybe one doesn't melt or is, doesn't eat. You know what I mean? It could be salad. I mean. No, yeah, I, I'm sure it's something where it's like raw and he just kind of like cooks it on his own time. But <laughs> that's what I was picturing, I, but I don't think so. No. I don't, know. I, I don't know. I assume he doesn't have a microwave or, or you know, I know he's yeah, a hot no. stove oven somebody, right? Not so. of, not of that. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, about Aaron Rodgers. So, obviously, he gives you the best chance to win. Um, I mean, I looked at Derek Carr's stats. Um, you know, the thing that no one brings up uh, and that I've heard Derek Carr say is when Gruden was his head coach, head coach at uh, Vegas, uh, John Gruden, um, he credited John Gruden for totally breaking down his game and, and, and building him back up mm-hmm. the way a quarterback should play. And uh, since Gruden left, um, you know, he's just been getting worse. He, he wasn't as good as he was two years ago last year, and he's only had really two good seasons in the nine years he's played. Um, I don't know. I just think uh, – I, I don't know. It just – people seem to not understand uh, the impact of the certain head coaches on the actual sure. quarterbacks. Sure, So – I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, come on. I mean, this guy is not going to do anything to offensively to help the Jets. He's only, you know, as you said, he's only brought in to get Aaron Rodgers. Yes. If Aaron Rodgers isn't here, you still have to have him as your OC. I know. That's a big gamble. <laughs> that would be a big problem for the Jets. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that's, that, 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 I could see that blowing up in their face. Yes. So, yeah, you're right. They're all in on Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers or bust. And, look, Aaron, look, Aaron Rodgers is very talented. We can all agree on that. Um, but in the NFC, I mean, you can get away, you know, I mean, he's going to have like equally five equal quarterbacks to his talent playing in the AFC. Yeah. So look out, and you got to you got to watch out what San Francisco does because there's a whole thing of Garoppolo may be coming to the to the Patriots, so now you got that to worry about. Bill's going to try to like you know be competitive, so it's not going to be an easy division. You know, you know what I'm thinking be- though, Steve? As you're talking, as I'm thinking, I, okay, so if you can climb over the Burrows and the Mahomeses and the Allens, right, in the, in the AFC, you get to the Super Bowl. You're you're oh, tested, you're tried and true, and and that's it. Right. The cakewalk. Yeah, right. you're absolutely right. Who who is it going to be? It's going to be Hurts every year. I mean, like, come right. on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's 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 you know, but two years. You know, I say if you're the Jets, you go for it. Two years is enough. Again, in two years, you're going to have to pay a lot of these rookies anyway. So just you know, do what you have to do, and uh, yeah, I hope they get them. Um, it'd be interesting. It's good, good to watch as a, as a fan in general. Um, yeah. So about the Giants. Yeah. So I don't know why it's such a big like thing where it's like, oh, what do we do with both Saquon? What do we do with uh, uh, Daniel Jones? Here's the deal. If you look at the last 11 Super Bowl winning teams, I guess someone said this last night on WFA, I forgot his name, but he said the, the, the running backs for those Super Bowl winning teams did not get paid more than $2.5 million. Okay, that was the, that was the that was the, the, the highest paid guy. Look, the last eleven Super Bowl wins. Even look at the last five. Yeah, but wait, you're the, talking about the '86 Giants. I mean, who, who was? No, 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 no. The last eleven teams. So we're going back to what? Uh, what are we? 2023. So I'm going back to 2012. Oh, oh, oh. So, sorry, I misunderstood. Okay? Sorry. Yeah. So the last eleven win, Super Bowl winning teams have not. Like, the running back wasn't their main. It wasn't yeah. their main. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. how, it, you know, we had, it was Corey Clement with the Eagles in 2017. It was uh, Isaiah Pacheco last year with the with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with Tampa, it was who um, they took him off the scrap heap. Leonard Fournette. They they only paid him two million. So you're not getting exactly. And this there's a lot of decent guys. In two, that, 2011, Ahmad Bradshaw with the Giants was making six point five million dollars. 
How was that? He was a seventh round pick. Mm-hmm. He earned in, in 2011 six point five million dollars. Okay, but okay, so I don't, I don't know. know I'm that, just saying. I'm just saying. In, uh, yeah, but I mean, is that is that? Are you sure? Because wasn't he like a? I'm, I'm sure. This year? I'm looking okay. at. I'm on Bradshaw. Right, well, in okay, 2010, well, I, I don't know. he earned a million. 2011 was six point five. 2012 okay. was three point three million. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I don't know if that's the cutoff. When it was the year after that, I don't know what when 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 the, when it started. But that's the that's the stat I heard. I didn't go all the way back to check every eleven things. I trusted the guy who said it. But okay, maybe maybe started the year after. I don't know. But anyhow. and then wait. And by the way, two, I'm just looking. By the way, just while we're talking, Brandon Jacobs, two thousand and nine, he made eleven point five million. Two thousand ten, three point eight. Two thousand eleven, four point eight. So I don't think that argument is is valid. Well, you just gave me two years that are past my. Thing. I said last eleven. You were giving me two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Oh, I was just saying. So two thousand eleven, you had you had all right. So you had a wide receiver, wide receiver, running back tandem of Brandon Jacobs making four point seven five, so four point eight million, and okay. Bradshaw making. Let me do some quick math. Bradshaw was making four point eight million. So both of them were making four point eight. When were they? When were they drafted? They, they were in the because I know one was a seventh round pick and the other guy was a like a fourth round pick. So I don't know. That seems like a lot for high round. Pick. Anyway, I, I, okay. that's what Spot Track says. I don't know. That's what okay. I'm looking anyway. at. It. Okay, so anyways, but you can look at the last five years. It was Corey Clement. It was Leonard Fournette. These guys go look at the salaries. It wasn't a lot. All so right, so not, the point well, is my, you, don't, you don't want to pay Saquon Barkley. Yes. The point is, you know, you have Miles Sanders is a free agent. You have, uh, what's the guy in the Cowboys? What's his name? Tony. Um, oh, Pollard? Tony Pollard, free agent. These guys, if you look at their salaries, weren't even making $1.3 million a year in the last four years. I don't even think uh, Pollard has hit uh, six figures. That's ridiculous. You can get both of them combined for like $8 million if, if you want to you know, pay them uh, what they want. So what, what are we worrying about? And they just franchise Daniel Jones for, that, for one year because I know you like him, but See, I, Steve, I'm going to let you go here, but I, I don't think that's the answer here. I, I think you, you franchise tag Saquon Barkley, you offer Daniel Jones the money. I think that's from the business standpoint, from a Giants organizational standpoint, that's the move I'm making. Roger in Elmhurst, New York, you're up on the fan. Hey, how's it going, Danielle? Listen, I got three points. All right, can you just take me off speakerphone, though, first there, Roger? Oh, no, I got you on my headphones. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, all right, listen, I got three points real quick. Listen, when was the last time I'm a diehard Jet fan? When was the last time we were watching football in December? It's, uh, and it's the longest drought in NFL playoff current streaks. It was like 2010, right? That was the last time, right? Exactly. Okay. Now, we bring a player like Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. We're going straight. We're going straight to the Super Bowl. We're going to the playoffs. <laughs> yes, so yes. So, Jets fans, stop thinking about two, three years from now. We need to win now. Right. Come on. It's been, what, in my lifetime, I'm a Jets fan for 40, 40 years. I'm, a, I'm turning 50. I haven't seen one Super Bowl. Imagine. Imagine. 1969. I mean, my parents were, were young at that time. I mean, come on. Come on. Let's get with it. Let's jump on this wagon and let's go. Let's ride it to the Super Bowl. Right. That's it. Right. There's no thinking about it. Right. Oh, he's not worth it. If anything, if we don't get Carr, just get Baker. That's all we're going to no. do. If we lose Ryan, no, just no, 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 on Baker. What else are we going to get? Oh. That's it. Garoppolo. Not true. But. Uh, as long as he doesn't, the chandelier doesn't break, though. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> chandelier. That's a good right, way to put it. Danielle, thank you very much for your time, all right? Thanks, Roger. And let's go get Aaron Rodgers. Let's go get Aaron Rodgers. Roger that. Richard in Manhattan, you've been hanging. What's up? Danielle, as far as uh, Daniel Jones, 
I can't, first of all, I mean, in one aspect, the guy should be rewarded for what he did this year. This was a really great giant year. Sure. And it was totally unexpected. So I can see where he wants to be rewarded handsomely. But let's not forget, I don't, um, in my opinion, this guy has no value to any other team but the New York Giants. He fit in so perfectly yep. what, what, what they do and Dayball as the coach. He must know that there's any other team that he goes to, well, there's no guarantee he'll even be a starter. Mm. I mean, we don't – I think he should be working with the Giants to get a good contract. I believe but, they are, yeah. But not break the bank because he knows this has nothing to do with being cheap or looking out yes. for their own interests. They Correct. want to better the team. Correct. You sign him for too much money, you can't better the team. Correct. He's got to know that. It's got to be a cooperative kind of thing. It has to. They have to be working in tandem. I agree. And I think Our that's team. what they are doing. I think that's what they're working towards. Absolutely. Okay, because, you know, you're hearing things. He's got a new agent. Yeah. He's, then I heard that he wasn't happy that they didn't give him a 50-year option. They mm. didn't give him the, well, why would you pay him after the first three years that he had? He, we had no I mean, he was like Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Judge, look how Ball the Yankees did to him. Well, now in, in hindsight, yes. But no, well, they had to because, not because they didn't think he was worth the money. They were afraid the guy was always getting hurt. Yes. Well, same thing with Dan. Correct. I mean, that's a big concern. Right. These guys, they want big money, but there's no guarantee that they're going to be playing every game. Mm-hmm. So that's Which is why, big... right, these guys like Lamar Jackson, is like he wants guaranteed money. How much guaranteed for a guy who runs with his legs? Like, like that's, I, I would stay far away from that deal. Guaranteed Daniel, money. Forget about it. Daniel Jones runs a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's going to be able to run. If but he's get, not asking for $200 million of guaranteed money. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Jones, if we get more, uh, which we assume, better receivers and yes. have a few more offensive weapons, uh, he may not have to run as much because it's really not a good thing for right. quarterback Correct. running that. Correct. I mean, everyone looks, oh, we had seven rushing touchdowns and this many... That's not a great, great thing. It's good if you need it, but year to year, and it's for longevity, it's not going to be. It's not good. Now, the other thing about that, I heard somebody say uh, John Mara may step in in the negotiations. He can't step in because this kind of thing. It's not like Eli Manning, where the Giants had loyalty to him. He won two Super Bowls, and they were trying in his later years. They wanted to try to build around him so that he can get one more chance at the Super Bowl. They have no allegiance to Daniel Jones. I mean, he gave us a great year, and we want to keep him. But it's got to be a two-way street. And I, I personally, if I was advising him, I'd say just work it out with the Giants, yep. like Judge did with the Yankees. Yep. There's no reason that this guy should leave. Agreed. And I don't see him having the value on another team that he has on the Giants. Well, that's they, right. They, they, Daniel, that's true. They, they paired him, right. They paired him with Brian Dayball, and, and that was the pairing. That was... That was the reason they brought in Brian Dable to be the coach of this team long-term. They, they already knew at that point that Daniel Jones was going to be the quarterback of this team for the foreseeable future. That's it. Period. Stop. Rick in Brooklyn, you're up next here on The Fan. Hey, how's it going? I was calling in regards to uh, the Jets yeah. and their quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Um I heard Monty before uh, talking, and I mean, I just don't know where he's really coming from. Uh, well, and we- for anybody that's just tuning in right now, Monty wanted no Rodgers, no Carr. He wanted two more years of Zach Wilson. 
Yes. Yeah, and also, like, one of the points he made was, like, uh, I mean, I know, I know he brought up, like, John Elway. I don't know if he realized John Elway didn't win until, like, the last two years of his career. Like, mm. he, he went to Super Bowls, but he lost every single, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he lost, like, two or three before he, he won, and then, yeah, he retired at the top, which is great. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think if you got a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, you, you get Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if yes. I'd want to give up, like, a first-round pick. I certainly wouldn't do two first-round picks for him. Well, they're going to ask for at least one. You know that. And especially if the Raiders are in on it, too. I mean, like, uh, you know, the guy's 39. Like, mm. when the Jets traded for Favre, I don't, I don't, I know it's not the same. It's, we're talking years later, yeah, but I not. even think they gave up, like, a third or a fourth round pick for him. But, uh, obviously, if you could get Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I mean, I guess I would give up a, a first round pick, but it wouldn't be much more than that. I, I know that. Um, I do like I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I like Carr doesn't excite me, but I mean I wouldn't. He's certainly better than Zach Wilson. Certainly, you know. <laughs> I mean it's not close. Uh, and I mean like I that was that was another thing. Like wait two years, you got all these guys uh, now. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you, you saw how good we were with like uh, you know, no disrespect to Mike White, right. but. I, He's like, you know, a borderline like guy right off the sh- off the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. And it, Mike White is, is not a franchise quarterback, is what you're saying there, Rick. I get it. I get it. So, you know, this Jets team, believe it or not, this Jets team is win now. They are in total win now moment. They need a quarterback to put them over the top. That quarterback is not Zach Wilson at the moment. That quarterback is not Mike White at the moment. The quarterback, it's its so obvious. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's so obvious. And unrestricted free agent Saquon Barkley returns to the Giants likely. And for me, it's only under one condition. And it's not the way that Joe Shane is going about doing it. I'm Daniel McCartan. Give me a call, 877-337-6666. We'll talk about number 26's future in the NFL and potentially with the New York Giants, up next here on The Fan. Welcome back to The Fan. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Throughout the rest of the night, my name is Daniel McCartan. I'm with you till 12 a.m. So we've got plenty of time left to hang together. We're going to talk about Saquon Barkley and what the Giants should do with him as far as Daniel Jones as well, their, their strategy for the both of them. But we've got a full rack of calls about Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, so we're just going to ride that wave a little bit. Of course, we go to football a little bit. I also got some Yankees stuff prepared in case you want to talk about that. Check in on uh, the Rangers. Let me just refresh the page here. I got the Devils on in, in studio here just in case the Devils say, like, hey, we got a player calling in after, you know, after your show tonight. So that's why I got it, that on here in the studio. Rangers are down 2-1 to one to the Red Wings. And the Jersey Devils are still down to the Kings 2 nothing. Both are in the second period. So I'll keep an eye on both of that for you. 877-337-6666 in an order that you called. We'll go out to uh, Suffolk County. Kevin, you're up on the fan. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I, I just want, I've been a Jet fan for, uh, God, 50, at least 60 years. <laughs> okay. 56. Lots of pain. Um, <laughs> oh, boy, of course. But um, <laughs> I, I want to talk about Derek Carr, yeah. okay? The, the, the stat people are using about him not winning in the cold. If, any, if you go to 40 degrees or lower, he's 2-8, correct. 
No, he's, he's, he hasn't w- won a single game. He's oh oh zero. No, forty degrees and over. Oh, and 40. oh now so we're using if forty. If you want to cut it off at thirty-eight, but if that's another All narrative. Right. Whatever you want to do it. The combined record of the teams he lost to in those in those ten games had a winning percentage of six hundred. 96 and 68. That was their record. 600. I mean, we, we're not talking about barn burners at 600. You got a 50% oh, okay, chance of winning that okay, game. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Week 17, 2014, he lost to the Broncos. They were 12 and 4. Week 17, 2015, he lost to the Chiefs, 8 and 5. I'm going to have to, but I have to go back and look at all these these temperatures and all that stuff, too. I mean, I, I'm taking your word for it, but but I don't know if that's all. I got the way it right in front of me. I looked it up. Uh, on what site? Can you send it to me? Uh, Yeah, I can send it to you. All right. But I'll send it. I'll send it to you. Is, is, is the Week 16 game from this year at Pittsburgh on there too? No, 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 no. You don't have yeah, that one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. No, it's Week 17 in 2014. No, no. Like I'm talking this book. past season. That that you don't have that oh, one. The past season, we yeah. I got here. Um, week 16, uh, 2022. He lost 13 to 10. Uh huh. Okay. Three t- three picks, Six. one touchdown, oh. a rating of 42.2. Okay, 2021. He lost to the Bengals, who were t- two and uh, ten and seven. Week fifteen, two thousand. Uh, week thirteen, two thousand and twenty. He actually beat the Jets in cold weather. It was forty degrees or under. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Uh, week thirteen in two thousand nineteen, he lost to the Chiefs. They were twelve and four. But forty's not that week, cold, though, Kevin. But go ahead. But I mean, three degrees. What are you talking? I mean, if you you can want to cut it off, that's a narrative. I mean, three degrees from thirty-seven to forty. All right. So what's the record? So what's the record then? You said two and eight in those games that you're describing now. Two and eight. Oh wow. Let's let's sign up for a two and eight quarterback in forty degrees or or under. But that's ridiculous. You don't know if the the guy. Second of all, they they were all played away. Obviously, teams win when they're home more than often than not. Not away. That's, that's so not how you can't say that. That MetLife is not a home field advantage stadium. I hate to break it to you. Uh, almost every home team has an advantage. Yeah, not in MetLife where the walls are 15 feet off the ground. And, and uh, Well, it's not that it's MetLife. It's just the Giants and the Jets, and they both stunk. That's why they were never favored. I think it's, it's the construction it's, of the stadium it's, itself. It's, There's it's nothing Giants games. or nothing Jets about it, but go ahead. You're taking eight to ten games, saying you can't play in the cold. And you're taking, but, but you're taking the two and eight. Are you signing up for two and eight? You want to take those chances when they have to go to Buffalo and try to beat? The Chiefs. They're not playing oh, they're the not. Chiefs at twelve and four. No, oh, not they're not. Game. They're not playing no. the Chiefs. They're no. not playing the Chiefs in Kansas City when it's zero degrees. You know, I mean, that's cold. I mean, that's really cold, even for us. It's they're- a re- Based on eight to ten games, it's absurd. That's not even half a season. Okay. The guy's been in the league eight years. Right. That's an absurd statement. All right, Kevin. All. all right, Kevin. All right. Well, agree to disagree on that one because I don't want a quarterback okay. that can't win in the cold on my team. And and, and forty is, is like so, forty is. It's, I'm wearing a t-shirt. It's forty-one degrees. Um, how often was it uh, under forty when the Jets played this year? You want me to tell you how many times? You tell me because I because I looked it up three too. Three times. Yeah, three times. Three times. Yep. Yeah. That's three games. That's three losses. That's why is it three losses? That's ridiculous. Man, you can you guys can take numbers and say that you can turn it any way you want. Yeah, and the and, and the guy can't win in the cold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't know that. They okay. only played eight games and they were all away. And they did they beat Cleveland in the cold. And they were eight nine Cleveland. He beat the Jets thirty one to twenty eight in the so cold. Are you gonna call me back? Let's make a deal. You call me back well, when the Jets what? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, when the Jets have their first cold Air quotes there, cold weather I'll game, call you back. and they lose. 
you'll call me back. Uh, if, and you'll make more excuses? If they're playing Buffalo, I, they may lose because they're not as good as Buffalo. Oh, no, and Aaron Rodgers oh my is not going to well, bring... With, with that quarterback, they're not as good as Buffalo. No, Aaron right. Rodgers you're is right. not going to bring the Jets a championship. Okay. He's 39 years old. Who cares? Tom Bra- old. What did Tom Brady do to Tampa? He's, he's a flake to begin with. And all I'm right. going to tell you something else. He's sure. not coming to the Jets. He's playing you all. You watch. All right. This is a big That's fine. A lot of... A lot of talk by the writers over nothing. Okay, Mark that's fine. Mark my words, they're going to send him in a Packer uniform next year. Sure. And Derek we'll Carr. See. And Derek Carr. You, all right, so you call we'll me back see. when the Jets go up to Buffalo I and get their butts will. kicked. Okay. Against, against that's a, that's all, right, all right, Kevin. And, and, and Kenny Pickett, by the way, had a, a rating almost double Derek Carr's in that game. Rookie Kenny Pickett in that, in that Pittsburgh game this year. Look at the records that the Raiders have had. They've won five games in like six of those years. You're going to blame that on Derek Carr? That's absurd. They have a rotten team. A rotten team. All right, Kevin, that's where I got to let you go. A rotten team. They got Waller. Come on. Jacobs. Rotten team. First round, they picked the Leatherwood, right? First round. He got outplayed by a rookie quarterback two months ago in, quote-unquote, cold weather. No, I, that's all I need to see. Three picks. You can't feel the ball when it's cold. You know, you can't feel the ball. You got outplayed by a rookie in that game. I don't want to go back to 2014, any of these years. Oh, it's exhausting. The answer is Aaron Rodgers. Because if you have to go through Kansas City and Buffalo and Cincinnati and whoever else, it's cold then. And Derek Carr, by the way, last three games of the season – Declined in production. Declined. The last three games that he played in the season, of course. Seth in New Jersey's up next on a fan. Uh, Seth. The old crew. Yeah. All right, Seth. The mom's shop's open. All right. We were eavesdropping on some sort of conversation going on there. I don't really know. Seth, call back if you can get through. Chris in Carmel, New York, you're up on the fan. Hey, Coach. How are you? Great. How are you, Chris? I used to talk to you at one in the morning or two. <laughs> this is nice, isn't it? Yeah, I just want to like I want to talk about so many other things, and sure. I find myself back talking about Daniel Jones and Barkley. Mm. I I honestly believe, and I think it's underrated. They talk about Sheen and Dayball. I think if you look at the ownership, I I really feel like at fifty four. Forget whether you coach, I coach. I I feel that my gut like I don't think Mara's going to let either guy walk out the door. And they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. They could tag Jones. I mean, Jones is not going. I wouldn't anywhere. do it. it. I would not tag Jones. I would tag Barkley. If you're keeping both, so, no. So would I. They're gonna. I feel like they're gonna work something out with Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tag Barkley. That's what they should do. Yeah. And then they'll figure everything else out. And the thing I, I've said to Fleegs and some of the other people on the shows, and that's the only time I've heard it, and we've not talked about it. But what nobody talks about, they're, they're so offended by like fifty. Two million between the two of them, or whatever the number would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leonard Williams and Galladay are on the books for fifty-four million. Mm-hmm. Leonard Williams is the third highest non-quarterback in the NFL, thirty-two point yeah. eight million next year. So, like, Shane is going to work that out. I mean, it's it's he he's not going to be on the books for thirty-two eight next year. Leonard Williams, right? I mean, nice nice number two defensive tackle aside from Dexter, right? I mean, he, he like, garners 14.3% of the, of the payroll, the cap payroll, Leonard Williams, followed by Kenny Galladay. So let me just do some quick math here. 14.25% plus 9.46%. You've got 24% of your cap wrapped up in Leonard Williams, Kenny idiots, Galladay. Right? That's ridiculous. So the, 
I think, like, nobody talks about it that much. That's what has to be figured out. I mean, like, it's it's not – I, I, I'm not saying Daniel Jones is a Super Bowl quarterback. Right. We both agree what he is. Right. But, you know, in today's market, like, what are we going to have, Tyrod Taylor for two years? Or if, like, if you have a 25-year-old – Top fifteen quarterback, mm-hmm. you're paying thirty two five. That's I right. Mean, it is what it is. Yep. That's what the market dictates. So, yep. like, let's stop getting all upset about like, you know, if you are a union worker, like he doesn't deserve thirty. He deserves yeah. like year boomer. He deserves what the market says he deserves. That's so, right. I mean, I don't. You know, they talk about fifteen touchdowns. If you look at it, he. I think he had like, I think he was like twenty three touchdowns and. Like lowest interception percent, it was the lowest uh, percentage in the league. I mean, yeah, that's come right. on. And 1%. then Barkley actually makes Jones better because of the run, right. you know, the play action, the exactly. way Dable runs. I just want to see what you think. Yeah, I, Chris, you're right on the money there. Daniel Jones plays better, better. Statistics prove it. He plays better with Saquon Barkley in the background. Now, if, if backfield, I should say. Um, it, it, listen, the, how you're going to cut cut and do this? And if you're the GM of the Giants. You are franchise. If if you want to keep Saquon Barkley, you're going to franchise tag him, and then you're going to sign Daniel Jones, and you're going to try to get him to take sort of deferred money and maybe not so much up front. Because think about it. If you tag, and we can talk more about this after the break, but if you tag Daniel Jones right now, that franchise tag money, 32 whatever, $32 million, that that's an immediate cap hit. And they will only have like ten million left to work with. That's 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 a team that's not getting any better. You can't afford to franchise tag Daniel Jones. You, you just can't. Whereas the franchise tag, if you applied it to Saquon Barkley, you'd be saving yourself four to five million dollars, four to five million dollars. So that's the strategy there. And you know what? Let's play a little fantasy GM. We'll determine Daniel Jones' actual worth compared to other quarterbacks in and around the league. And um, you notice how I said Giants because you know what? Uh, Daniel Jones is going to be back on this team. No doubt about it. I'm Daniel McCartan. Let's talk about a Daniel Jones contract, new contract for him, coming up next here on The Fan. Welcome back. My name is Daniel McCartan with you on The Fan. Just a quick tweet that came through at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Um, at the Chief Sports says, in some of his previous seasons, Carr had one of the top-ranked offensive lines. Cars does not put the Jets over the top. Agreed. And um, we'll continue with that. Why don't we continue with that? And then we'll talk about Daniel Jones's worth and, and how he compares against the other quarterbacks in the league. And, and you know, I uh, I kind of compared him in terms of quarterback rating and, you know, 2023 cap, expected 2023 cap hit. And where does he actually actually fit in there? So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but, hey, we still have some calls on, on Rodgers and Carr. Um, so we'll continue with it. It's called Going With The Flow, and let's do it. My name is Daniel McCartan. Again, with you till 12 a.m. here on The Fan. Uh, let's go in the order that you call. That's how I do it here. Uh, we go to Howell, New Jersey, on line two. We've got Ed. Ed, you're on The Fan. Danielle, how you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. I owe, I owe. It's off to work I go. You know how that is. <laughs> but anyway, all right, very simply. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, guaranteed. Yep. Okay? But the whole problem ends up being if you get Aaron Rodgers, you're going to pay him about what you're going to be able to pay Carr. Keep him for longer. He will be able to be able to be, do more deals with his business, and you're not going to have to give, give up this year a first, a first, a third, and some sort of conditional pick next year if Aaron Rodgers is playing. Well, 
that's the thing. Oh, you know what? At this point, I don't care what the draft picks in. The Jets have who? I mean, you know what Aaron Rodgers is. You don't know what the draft picks will turn into. They could be big busts. Who knows? I mean, how many times has Mekhi Becton seen the field, right? The Jets have not seen the Super Bowl since 1969. If you have Aaron Rodgers willing to come here in New York, Derek Carr doesn't put them over the top. Aaron Rodgers would for a year or two. No, Aaron Rodgers, he's, 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 He's sitting there. He's he's beyond he's beyond he's beyond the zenith. He's what you're going to get with Aaron Rodgers. First of all, you're going to get a prima donna head case. But if he wins, who cares? He wins games. Who cares? Okay. Well, if he if he plays, okay. Then besides that, you're not going to be able to give him a big enough supporting cast because, however, he's it's already in place though. Ed, it's already there. You don't need to give him anything. It's already there. No, you, you sit there. You with with the way the AFC is loaded, the Jets still need to, need some pieces. So they tell don't, me where. They, tell they me don't where. Get caught short. Go ahead. Tell me where. Offensive line. Yeah, this is a deep. Line. This is a deep uh, offensive. Defense. This is a deep offensive line class. You can easily get a good guy in round two. Easily. Yeah, but you'll get the better guy around one. Yeah, but and and a, a, a quarterback that won't take you anywhere. If you're settling for Carr. If you're settling for Carr, Carr, White last year made the team so much better. You're saying, you're so, so what you're basically saying is White and Carr are on the same plane, on, no, on the same what level. What I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers puts the Jets over the top and Derek Carr does not. Yeah, but with, with, if you don't spend the draft picks with, on Rodgers, you're not going. You're not. You're going to be able to make it a deep enough team that you're going to be able. But to the Jet. But but then the whole thing somewhere. is you're the Jets are loaded. Make, Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson was 15th most in the league in yards re- received last year, and he and he had four. Chris Streveler throwing him the ball. Mike White throwing him the ball. Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. And Joe Flacco who's gone. You know what I mean? Like you have stacked. Who's, play, who's, who, who's playing tight end? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they'll figure out a different way how to, how to use uh, some of the guys that they have on this roster. Conklin, who knows? Maybe they draft one. I don't know. U- U- Uzama, what happened to him? He That guy disappeared. They didn't use him. I was excited when they got him. The Jets haven't used utilized a tight end, and I don't even know. Anthony Beck, I think, might have been the last tight end that was game-changing for them. Yeah, but, but the whole problem is if they don't use him, there's a reason they don't use him. No, Yeah, because Mike LaFleur didn't know what he was doing. That's why he's fired. Well, he admitted. He admitted under his watch that the mechanics of Zach Wilson deteriorated. That is your job to make sure that your young quarterback. You are putting all of the supports and scaffolds necessary to build him up and not let him regress. Unfortunately, under the floor, he did regress. So, what was the floor actually doing? He was doing his best as he can, which was nowhere near good enough. Exactly. So you bring a guy like Aaron Rodgers in with this young, impressionable team. He says, you go over there. Here's my pre-stat read. You're going to be open. Here's the ball. Go run to, go to the races with it. I, I, really, I really think with Aaron Rodgers, oh, you're just drinking the ayahuasca. Really? Really. I don't think I, – I, I think he's – if he comes here – you're not going to be able. You're not going to be able to to keep, keep 
keep him upright, you're not going to be able to go far enough, especially in this heavy quarterback-laden AFC. And Derek Carr is going to get the Jets there. That Aaron Rodgers can't, but 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 Derek Carr can. Okay. Derek, no, Derek Carr, Derek Carr is like is is the best choice available. No, he's okay. not. Aaron Rodgers would be a be a flash in the pan. That like it's not it, the whole the whole problem with him is he's first of all he was great. How how close to great is he now? I don't know. Uh, when was the last time they drafted a first-round wide receiver to, to for him to throw to? And you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of question marks over there. He, you put Aaron Rodgers on this Jets team, immediate contenders, immediate. I don't want to hear it. It's immediate. Eric in Newark, New Jersey, is about to tell all of us the worst-case scenario for the New York Jets. Go ahead. Hi, I'm on. You're on. Hi, Danielle. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. 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 Can't complain. Uh, so first off, I just. I agree with everything you're saying about Rodgers. You know, I think instantaneously this team is a contender. I agree with everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I, in my humbled opinion, sure. I just feel like it is just way too far-fetched. For it. Oh, no. We're losing you, Eric. Oh, no. Hi, I'm here. You're here. You're, you're back. Go ahead. You think it's far too too far-fetched because, and then you cut out. I just feel like it's just too far-fetched. It's just the stigma of the Jets. You know, I'm one of those Jets fans where I'm hopeless. When, uh, you know, the team starts doing good and all that, you, 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 you hop on the bandwagon, you're hopping on the, the hype train. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to just take a more realistic approach and just say this team's going to drop the ball on Rodgers. I don't think Derek Carr will ultimately come to the Jets. It's just... I don't. I don't see that happening. By every report, Rossini, he loved it here. He loves New York, is what they said. He loves it here. Uh, he, That's well, what they said. This was one of his first visits, and, mm-hmm. and I think his brother. I think made a report. It's going to be a long process. Yeah, that's what he said. He, of course. I mean, he's going he, nowhere until Rogers comes out and says, "Here's what I'm doing." Yeah. So. And and you really want his brother being his mouthpiece. I mean, well, that that's going to get annoying real fast because you know Derek Carr is a sensitive a guy. I'd say that's a good source. I do know that they're really tight and everything. No, sure, I get it. I do, I, but I don't want that coming to here. You know what I mean? You, you want him talking, airing out dirty laundry in, in the media? I don't think so. That's drama to me. Well, nonetheless, I don't think he'll be coming anyway. Mm. Uh, but I just... I don't know why. Maybe it's the hopeless Jet fan in me. I just feel like this team's going to sign a random veteran QB, and I'm using the finger hype, uh, fingers over here. Uh, I I believe they're just going to sign a random guy like a Marcus Mariota or something. That would and, be worst case scenario. Oh no! And and I feel like they're gonna they're gonna put Zach Wilson and Marcus Mariota, whoever random there is that you. Name Jacoby Brissett. He's, yeah. avail- he's available. Ryan Tannehill. He's available. I-, I view that happening for some reason. Oh, I, don't I know why. Because you've been conditioned for how many years, Eric, to expect the worst case scenario with this team. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm. 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 A, I'm. I'm battle tested. I guess. <laughs> so I'm preparing for the worst. Yeah. That's realistically, what I 
feel and what I see as far as what's going to happen. Yes. So I just wanted your take on yeah, that. Yeah, Eric, that would be literal worst-case scenario. Literal worst-case scenario if the Jets whiff on any of those guys. Oh, my. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, can we get one quick? Should we, do, should we go to a break or do this one quick? What do you think? You're good to go? All right, let's do. Uh, let's go with Dave in Jersey City. You're up on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Danielle? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for making the call. What's up? Uh, first off, this is New York Giants Therapy Group from Twitter. A little apology for oh, me. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I love that. When people have all this crap to talk on Twitter, and then you call up. All right, I like that, Dave. I called in. Look you know, at I'm you. Not, I'm not trying to fire off too much. I'm a Giants fan, but I do uh-huh. want to talk about this situation. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Rodgers here, and obviously, I agree. I think he can take them over over the top. You know, he's got the weapons. Uh, previous caller talking about the O-line. Certainly worried about that, even if it's a first or second rounder that you bring in. There's no guarantee that they're going to work out. Okay, but out. wait. I'll pause you right there, because we've got... Sure. If, if you've seen the pictures of Mekhi Becton, he looks fantastic, like a completely different guy. I could tweet that yeah. out if anybody wants to see it. And Elijah Vera Tucker w- went down in, with injury last year. I mean, that is a that is a solid side, one side of the line. Like... Okay, that we have to account about, account for that for these guys to be making a comeback this year. Sure, yeah, and I, I agree with that. I mean, it's, but there's a big if there. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, even if you look great in the off season, you know, yeah, that's sure, of course, stick, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my other thing here, you know, what we were discussing before, what if Rogers doesn't win right away in New York? Well, you know what? You know what, Dave? I think that's a really fair point. And what I would say to that is, look at what happened when Brady first went to Tampa. He picked his scenario, right? He had a stellar offensive line, X, Y, Z. He didn't win right away. There is an – I would caution everybody to say there is an adjustment period that takes – I mean, you're learning a brand-new language, okay? So that's what I would say. And I know the Jets have a really tough schedule this year, too, right, if you want to talk about winning percentages and all that. But yeah. that's the one thing I would caution. You're right about that. He might not win right away. But yeah, you have just, to under- people have to understand that. A little, a little bit sensitive, you know, and, and does that get to him? Does that affect his play? You know, he only really talked to Pat McAfee on Tuesdays. Is he going to talk to the New York media all the time? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was at a press conference with him once, and it was a very pleasant experience with him when they, when they played um, against the Giants. I was there. Um, and it was pleasant, you know, I, I mean, that's all I could say, you know, but I, I mean, I hear it. I get it. And how is he going to handle me? And, and thanks for the call there, Dave. I appreciate you, uh, taking it to the air and not <laughs> off of Twitter. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. And, and, and that, those are good points. I mean, of course, but slow down, everybody. There is a chance that it would start slow. You're, you're, you're accustomed, you're being accustomed to brand, a brand new system, a brand new you know, everything, except for offensive coordinator. So that is why the Jets brought in Nathaniel Hackett. That's it. That's the play. So it'll be familiar enough, and it's up, you know, to the team to work together and to build it, right? But I would caution that it might start slow. And I think you'd have to understand that. If you're if you a root for the Jets, if you are Aaron Rodgers himself, you, you have to understand that it, it has a chance to start slow. That's all. And if, and if you understand that, and Tom Brady went on a roll that season, in game, whatever it was, six or seven, five, six, whatever, went on a roll. And lucky for the Jets, they can beat the Patriots, they can beat the, the Dolphins with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. And, 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 and the guy was there. The Jets stole one from the Bills last year. I was there at, at MetLife Stadium. So you never know. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to call. 
We've got a quick, quick break. We've got a Marco Belletti update, and I'm back with you at, I don't know, 9.02. I'm Danielle McCartan with you till 12. Welcome back to the fan in the 9 p.m. hour. My name is Danielle McCartan, hanging with you till 12. Can't get through at 877-337-6666. That's okay. Give me, give me a tweet. Tweet me, at Coach, M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Also, get at me at Instagram, too, and uh, also on Facebook. Same username, Coach McCartan. However, Twitter does make it easiest to respond during the show. We got a tweet from at Ed Murphy 6311 speaking of on the break and he says uh, hey Daniel I love the show I was wondering do you see any scenario where the Giants uh let I think he's meant let there where the Giants let DJ walk and have Tyrod Taylor start for a year and, and pretty much right there I, I stopped reading it but I did continue to read it and Murph he's a good guy and uh so they can draft a quarterback of their choosing I want DJ to come back but as long as it's not an overpay um you know what no, there is no scenario where I see Daniel Jones wearing a different uniform, at least for the next couple of years. No way the Giants are going to let him walk, and no way the Giants are going to let him walk and then have Tyrod Taylor be their, be their, uh, their starting quarterback. It's just not going to happen. No, I, I don't see any scenario, and I hope, uh, I, I don't know if I respond to it on Twitter here, but, um, you know, the, the market, let me tell you something. The, like, like, the market's going to dictate how much Daniel Jones gets paid. That's it. Stop. Period. Stop. So, you know, Joe Shane and the Giants have two big decisions to make. The most important position in the game. And when you look at, I don't know, the the, the franchise tag as an option, right? Okay. It's open now. From now until March 7th at 4 p.m., they can place a franchise tag on Daniel Jones. For long-term financial reasons, the Giants should be using that tag on Saquon Barkley. Mostly because, like, if from, from a Giants organizational standpoint, the positional value of the franchise tag is better than that of what he'll be seeking with a traditional contract. Barkley, that is. You'll be paying, in other words, you'll be paying less for Saquon Barkley on a franchise tag than with a long-term deal. But if the Giants decide, here's a creative air quotes there, creative way the Giants can go about doing this. If the Giants decide that that asking price for Daniel Jones is just too high, then I recommend the non-exclusive tag. And reports now have been debunked that he asked for $45 million. That is now fake news. But let's just say he asked for $45 million. Okay, then if that's the truth, the Giants should just say, okay, you know what? Go find it. Slap the non-exclusive tag on him and tell him to go find it. And if he does find it, the Giants can then match it and keep him or let him go and they get two first-round draft picks for him. But again, I don't want to tag Daniel Jones at all. But if the Giants were to do it, that's the way that I would go about doing it. The non-exclusive tag. So at least you get something out of it and you get a chance to match it. So then I looked, all right, you know, just quarterback rating, 2022 quarterback rating. I I sorted him high to low, and I look where Daniel Jones was. He's tied for 13th in the league last season for quarterback rating. And I'm only going on last season because it's his his first season with Dayball, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not factoring in all the other because he has improved steadily every year. The arrow's pointing way up. So let's just look at just last year. And and I, I didn't want too many other variables with any of the other guys. Daniel Jones, tied for 13th in quarterback rating. He had a 92.5. Tied with Kirk Cousins, okay? Exact same. To, to the decimal point. 
Kirk Cousins made $36.3 million last year. I think that's fair for Daniel Jones. 35? I think that's fair. Because you look at, okay, you look um, number 12 overall quarterback rating. That's Justin Herbert. That's a rookie deal. It's not, you can't. Tannehill, two points higher on quarterback rating than Daniel Jones. He made 36.6. So you got number 11, Tannehill make 36.6. Tied with Daniel Jones at 13, Kirk Cousins making 36.3. Aaron Rodgers is right behind them. At, at 31.6. I mean, it's all in the neighborhood. I think I, I think the Giants and, and, and Daniel Jones end up being in like $33 million a year. And you know what? That's what the market is. That's what the market says. And the franchise tag is what? 32 point whatever million on him? So I, I'd give him a long-term contract and I'd save myself 4 to $5 million by tagging Barkley instead on a team that is cash-strapped for this upcoming season. That's my plan. Let's hear yours at 877-337-6666 as we continue the conversation about how Aaron Rodgers is the best option for the Jets moving forward. Let's go to Kevin in Flemington. You're up on a fan. Hey, Danielle. Thanks for taking my call, first of all. Hey, thanks for making it. Um, I got uh, just a little thing about, well, first I want to let you know right off quick, you were dead on with your approach with Daniel Jones. Thank you. But you got to get you got to get him some help at receiver. I mean, you, you got to stop putting out third and fourth receivers on any other team expect them to be your number one. Definitely. Definitely. And you'd have to go... I, I looked at some guys via free agency. That might be tough. Um, you'd have to go first round wide receiver. That's what you'd have to do, I think, if you're the Giants. Absolutely. But back, back to my main reason for calling, yeah. these pipe dreams about the Jets. <laughs> I mean, the weapons they have... I mean, you're talking about a, a, a guy coming up his rookie season had a very impressive rookie of the year season. Which one? Besides oh, that, who do you got? Corey Davis, uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. But you got what you got? Uh, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, who nobody wanted. He got stuck on the bench all year. You got uh, a bunch of tight ends. You got you got to remember Brees Aaron Hall? Rogers. Brees Hall's a game Brees changer. Hall. He is. He's absolutely a game changer. I hope he can stay healthy, though. Okay, absolutely. sure. I hope he could, but I mean, you can't predict that. No, absolutely you can't. But, I mean, who do you got to throw the ball? You could double Garrett Wilson all day. And who are you throwing the ball to? Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, uh, Braxton Berrios? These guys are all people that would not start in no other team. You got to get some weapons. I mean, same thing the Giants, Jet. They all need receivers. If not, you're wasting your money. You're wasting draft picks on Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be done in two years. Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it with Devontae uh, Adams. That's why he jumped ship. I mean, he couldn't do it last year with a bunch of young kids. Jets got young kids. You know, it doesn't mesh well with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers needs veteran number ones and number twos to succeed. If not, it's the only reason why he's got one ring. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, listen, I, mean, I, I think Garrett Wilson's a stud. And I see where you're saying you could just double him. and then, But but doubling, drawing a double team means that someone else is going to be open. And, and don't you trust Aaron Rodgers to find that guy? Put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He makes a lot of mistakes. You got to get a good old line then. No, they, they, Vera Tucker, if Beckton comes back, I mean, they, they kind of do have one. Beckton? We're relying on a guy that didn't want to play football last year being out of shape. I mean, I mean, have you seen him? He looks like he's really uh, motivated now. Hey, money talks, right? I mean, I hope, I that's hope great. He's if that's the motivator, fine. Hey, I wish him well. I'm, I'm, I'm neither a Giant or Jet fan. I think the Giants got a lot more promise. They're going way better. I mean, unless the Jets go Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson. Oh, now, forget Lamar Jackson. Back. Forget Jackson. He wants two hundred million dollars guaranteed. Come on. So does so does Daniel Jones basically? 
No, I, I think mean, Daniel Jones and the Giants would be able to work out something where it's not so upfront and get. And that's the other thing about the franchise tag for Daniel Jones. That's thirty-two million dollars right off the bat, done against the cap. Then you only have ten million dollars to play with if you're a Giants. No, so I think they're going to get creative, work on something long term. Uh, Lamar Jackson and, and two hundred million dollars. And why not Derek? And why not Derek Carr? He can't I mean, win in the Derek cold. Carr, he's done it with nobody. He's, he can't I mean, win in the cold. These- nice dome he's got yeah. over there in Vegas. He's, he's got a Oakland, California weather. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look at New York. Like, we, we don't have that, that, that cold of winters anymore, so maybe it'll work out for Oh, Derek. yeah. Let's, let's just start praying for global warming there, Kevin, and maybe Derek Carr can bring the Jets to Super Bowl. That, 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 that sounds – you talk about pipe dreams. Let's talk about that. Lou and Astoria, you're up next here on The Fan. Hey, Daniel. How are you? Great. How are you there, Lou? I'm doing fine. Daniel, listen, this is what I want, and I – just for the for, – for heaven's sake, maybe we can straighten this out. Uh, Rogers, I don't want, but I do want him to come in because, especially not you, because it's all the people, all the hosts, they want this guy here because they think that we're going to go to Super Bowl. Roger was a great player. That was then. This is now. Okay. I mean, even last year against against Detroit, the Lions. Okay, he was the worst player on that team that day. I don't understand why people. I so I, I mean crazy, but you know what? I'm not going to waste my time on him. Let him come here, and if when, when first he has to have an interview, and the first question the media is going to ask him, why did you lie about the COVID nineteen? Why did you mislead the media? Why you go, we have another Kyrie right here? But anyway, I don't disagree. Really it never I, kept him, but it never kept him off the field. You, you know what? But at least Kyrie admitted it. he don't want to take the the vaccine. This guy denied it. He didn't deny it, Lou. And we're not talking about vaccines on the show. You know, it's non political. I'm going to Lou. He, he was he asked if he was court. vaccinated, and he said he said yes. They didn't specify which vaccination it was for. I'm not sticking up for him. I'm yeah. just telling you how it went down. That's it. Daniel, he's not made for the New York. All right. Well, that, right neither now. is Derek Carr. I'll tell you that. I've got people in Vegas media, more than one, telling me that Derek Carr is never going to cut it in New York. And I agree with you. I don't like Derek, Derek Carr because he even abandoned the, the, the Raiders under the contract. He had a young quarterback there, and he couldn't even stay with him and teach him the, you know how to, how to, how to perform. And I don't like him because of that. And, and again, you brought up a good point, which I brought to another show. And I told him that, that I, I listened to your show and you told me, and you actually checked that out, that he's not a good quarterback when it comes to cold weather. And I don't want him here. But anyway. And what did that host uh, say? That's besides the point, like I said. But Lou, what did that host that, say? Huh? What did that host say? Oh, he, actually, he confused me because he <laughs> thought that I said that, uh, that you said something else. I said, listen, hey, you know what? Uh, me and... Um, I mean, you was right. He agreed with you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying he, he actually mentioned something else, which I don't recall right now. Mm. And I should be careful because Danielle is very sharp, and I don't need to get in trouble with her because <laughs> we already good, good, good close friends. <laughs> I don't know if you listen. I think it was either Saturday. I think it was uh, uh, what, Sean. Sean, what's his mm-hmm. last name? Okay, yeah. Uh, more Ash. Yeah, Sean, yeah. yeah. He likes you. I mean, he. I had no problem with it. But anyway... Let me go to the actual what I wanted to talk about is baseball, and, and, and you know a lot about this. Mm-hmm. Jessica Mendoza came out with the idea, and I'm sick and tired of this, that baseball should be a seven-inning game. Who said that? Regular. I mean, yes, he did. If you, who? Who? If you, um, um, Jessica Mendoza, she said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, she, yeah, yeah. she used to be a softball player, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and then you know what you, you know, what I'm trying to say is, listen, what I'm supposed to do is die because I like the game – like I told you before, the way it's been played, okay? Mm-hmm. I told you before that, and you know the game because you know, you know how, I mean, you're a coach, you teach people how to, you know, when, when, to, when they pitch outside, 
you go with a pitch. When you when you go inside and you mm-hmm. go with, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean the shifts, just like that, and and, and stealing bases should be taught in the minor leagues. Okay, that should go it away. Is. Lou, I tell you something. I'll, I'll be really optimistic here. I talk with Anthony Volpe, and they have been practicing stealing bases for a really long time in the Yankees minor leagues. I can't wait exactly. to see it. But right now with these bases that are three inches long, they're yep. wearing mid gloves, which are about three inches long. Yep. It's ridiculous. It's disrespect. To the other players like Ricky Henderson, who are really base stealers. You know, just teach the game without all these stupid things. Don't change the game. There's no clock in baseball. I don't want to hear it. Well, there, there is be. now. There's clocks now. They yeah, got pitch clocks. I mean. That's and what I'm saying. That clock. This is the and... only game, Daniela, this is the only game, and you're not going to, you're going to ask me why, that a player can play not, you know, not in fair territory, okay, like the catcher. Yeah. He's behind the plate, yeah. okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All those things, like, you know, base stealing, should be, I mean, and listen, to me, I, I love Judge, the home runs, you know, even Donaldson. The only reason why Donaldson is really off his game right now is because he can hit home runs, but he's not satisfied just hitting over, over the fence. Mm-hmm. He wants to see Giancarlo uh, Staten shot and Aaron Judge, and, 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 and that ruins the swing. I mean, I, I like to see, like, Jeff McNeil. Yes. like that. Yeah, me too. Daniela getting paid. Yep. The owners should pay guys like that, mm-hmm. okay, that can make contact once in a while hit a home run, okay? I mean, Altuve. Guys like that, I'd rather have that Altuve, and you're going to laugh at me, than Aaron Judge, okay? But the, the owners and the fans, all they want to see is long shots, and you know what I'm saying? And then yeah, yeah. the Judge hitting 140 in the playoffs, yep. okay, and strikeouts. Anyway, I'm sorry. And and thank you for taking my call. But I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm so, so mad about the changes in the game. I know. But I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, Lou, you'll do what we're all doing. We're all going to continue to watch it. And I got to tell you something. Uh, for anybody that's saying Aaron Rodgers went downhill, he finished the season this season with a 91.1 quarterback rating. Do you know the last time the Jets saw a quarterback, you know, like a, like an everyday quarterback, finish a season with a, a, a 91.1 rating? You know when that was? 2002, Chad Pennington. I was in eighth grade. I was in middle school. The last time a Jets quarterback put together a season as well as on the downside, Aaron Rodgers did this year. 91.1 rating. You tell me you wouldn't take that on your team. The best quarterback. He would be the best quarterback, hands down, in, in 20 years. 21 years on this team. I'd take Aaron Rodgers on a downside, air quotes there, any day of the week. I'm Dana McCartan with you till 12 here on The Fan. Welcome back to WFAN Radio, 101.9 FM, 660 AM, or on the new school, free Odyssey app. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a lively discussion of who should be the quarterback of the Jets uh, next season and beyond. Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers for one or two years? With a legitimate chance to make a Super Bowl, or Derek Carr for what four or five? And on the break, someone someone tweeted me, which made me look up to be extra sure. Um, he said something, and I was like, I want in my response. I was like, wait, does he have a no trade clause or not? I just want to be sure. Uh, Rogers does not have a no trade clause, so he doesn't technically need to approve. And, you know, any any deal. I mean, I'm sure they're going to run it by him, I'm, I'm sure, right? But he doesn't have a traditional no-trade clause that he would have to waive to be traded to the Jets. And I, I wanted to reiterate something that I said before I went to break here. 
Aaron Rodgers put together a season where he had a a 91.1 quarterback rating on the season. The last time the Jets had a guy that was had a 91.1 quarterback rating, I was in middle school. It was 2002, and all I was worried about was NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. It was Chad Pennington and the Jets in 2002. That was the last time the Jets had a quarterback to post a season rating of 91.1. That's it. That's it. You mean to tell me you wouldn't take that on your team right now? A guy who has won a Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm talking, I mean, you could look up like, oh, Leon Washington and this this punter. This, I'm talking about the actual quarterbacks who actually played. You know what I'm talking about. Like the, the real, the starters, not the periphery guys. 877-337-6666. Rob in Bloomingdale, you're up on the fan in New York. Danielle, did you say 1991? No, no. Were, uh, no, 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 no. The, the quarterback <laughs> rating was a 91.1. quarterback rating, but you were in high school in 91. I no, I was not. I, I was two. Um, I, 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 was two. <laughs> I was in my freshman year of college playing college football in 1991. Anyway, nice. I've been a Raider fan since 78, 1978. I lived through Derek Carr for the last nine years. Sounds like you just endured he, him. Uh, I Listen, I I think it's a huge mistake if the Jets signed Derek Carr. All a right, tell mistake. us why. You're better. Okay, so having front row seat, I watch every Raider game. He is scared in the pocket. Mm-hmm. As soon as the cop, the pocket collapses, he, he, go, he, hate, he goes haywire. He Sounds like Zach Wilson. Mistakes. What's that? Sounds like Zach Wilson to me. Sounds like Zach Wilson. Um, he fumbled. How many times has he fumbled out of the, out of the end zone trying to reach for a touchdown? And he fumbled out of the end zone, and okay, it's a touchback, and the uh, the other team takes over the takes over the, uh, the possession. Mm. Look into that. Look into the his third down efficiency. Everybody wants to blame the Raiders' defense this past year for blowing games where they led by ten or more points. Well, it was horrible. Look, they had Patrick Graham, and that defense was horrible. The defense was bad, but. I played college football. I played on the defensive uh-huh. side of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's the offensive offense. The offense's job is to stay on the field, give the give the defense a breather, sustain a drive, right. let the defense make adjustments. Right. Carr does not do that. Uh-huh. He does not. He does not have third down. His he, he went three and out. I can't even tell you how many times uh-huh. during those during those losses he was three and out, three and out, three and out. Look at the Saints game. He never crossed into the Saints. Against New Orleans, he never made it to the same side of the fifty. Really, he he is not he's not the answer for the Jets. Yeah. And, and I'm a, I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. And listen, he 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 holds every Raider record for quarterback for you know records for quarterbacks. But as far as the Jets go, I think huge mistake if if the if the Jets sign him. I think you're better off at Rodgers. My take. I mean, it is what it is. You know, who am I? I'm not a GM, but that's just me. Yeah. Um. I, I get it, and, and I'm with you on all that, and, and, and stats and everything is one thing, but to watch the games and all of that, it, it, it's, yeah, I get it. And and that would be something that would drive Jets fans around here absolutely nuts. It, it drove Raider fans nuts. Trust me, you'll be right where we were the last nine years. Yep. He he, he had moments, He but look at the weapons he had this year. He had, he had well, Waller was hurt, Renfrew was hurt, but he had Devontae Adams. You know, he had some decent weapons, and he couldn't get it done. And, and I get it. The defense plays a huge role in it. Yep. But, again, if you look at his, his, red zone, his red zone efficiency, 
probably I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably one of the worst you know red zone offenses in in the NFL this year because he gets in the red zone and it's like all right we'll get a field goal maybe that's coaching I don't know if that's coaching or uh-huh. him but he's you know I had high hopes for him as a Raider fan for you know early on and as the years wore on I'm like come on dude like yeah you gotta give us more yeah. you know he's 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 at at best he's a, he's maybe a top he's 15 between the 15th and the 20th best quarterback in the league. All right, so I'm looking at uh, NFL team, and, and thanks for the call there, Rob. Very insightful there. You got it. Um, and as, as by the way, as he was talking, Nico Heeshear sent the Prudential Center into a tizzy. He just nodded the game up at three in the third period with 37 seconds left to go. I think we might be headed to overtime in Newark. I keep an eye on it, but Nico Heeshear sent the crowd into a tizzy. It's really nice to see the, uh, the crowd um, really into it. And if actually, if I wasn't going to be on the air tonight, I was going to that Devils game, just so you know. Um, the NFL team red zone scoring percentage, touchdowns only. When you look at, um, you know, how many, what's the percentage that they score a touchdown when they're in the red zone? Okay, number one team in, in doing that is actually the Dallas Cowboys. Number five was the Giants. Scroll down, you'll see the Jets at 31. And the Las Vegas Raiders were at, Ranked number 26th. They score a touchdown 48.94% of the time. So it, it, technically it is an improvement over the Jets, but that's not saying much. But you want to you settle for a guy and break the bank for a guy who, who can't get his team into the end zone. 26th in the league and getting, getting the, the offense into the end zone. That's, a, that's an insightful call from a Raiders fan there. 877-337-6666 is the number. And yes, it looks like we are headed to overtime. At the Rock, I'll keep an eye on it. Glenn in Montague, New Jersey. You're up on the fan. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for making I it. Just, I'm I'm in favor for Derek Carr, and I'll tell you why. Okay, first of all, you have to dissect this thing here. If we got Aaron Rodgers, which wouldn't be a bad thing, but look what we're giving up. Look what we're giving up. We're giving up the house. Well, how do you know what? The, but how do you know? Uh, because that's the way it's going to work out. They're, they're going to want too much. They're going to want too much. But, but and I think. But for, for for Aaron Rodgers, I'd be willing to give up a first round draft pick. I would just one, just that. one though. We, the Jets cannot afford to do that. Not for, okay. not a tra- first round draft pick for next year. They can't. And let the, and, and in the meantime, you let the Packers figure out if George, if their quarterback is the guy. I think the Packers would be amenable to that actually to wait a year. Well, this is what we're going to have here. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers for two years, okay? Two years. That's all we're going to get out of him. So? What if he wins the Super Bowl in those two years? That'd be so worth it. The Jets right now have to build their offensive line to protect the quarterback, to protect the running game. We have much better players than the Raiders, and we have much better players on the offensive side with weapons than Green Bay. Sounds okay. like a great reason to come. Well, I got to tell you right now, I don't want to give up all that for Aaron Rodgers. Now, well, let we me don't get even back. know what the, all that is. Like, we don't know that there, there has been no nothing floated around about this could be a potential package. So you don't know what you'd be giving up to get him. You don't know. He, he's thirty nine. That's exactly right. You so just maybe it won't be as much there. as you're thinking, there, Glenn. I listen. I love my football. I watch football. I have a good knowledge of football. This is why I want Derek Carr, okay? Derek Carr might need a change, okay? 
We're talking about that Derek Carr can't play in the cold weather. He'll get used to the cold weather. Mm. He'll get used to that. Derek Carr would be a perfect fit for the Jets over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers might put up better stats, but the Jets still got to get an offensive line. Who you got? You got Beckton and you got uh, what's the, and how, uh, what's but, the but other then guy? I'm confused, but how would Derek Carr be a better option then if, if the offensive line is still a problem for, for the both of them, I guess, is what you're saying. Because I like Derek Carr. He's got a lot oh. of passion. He's got a lot of heart. He needs a change. It would be a perfect fit for him to come over. No. Aaron Rodgers has that prima donna attitude. We don't want that. We don't want that. I would okay? take it if it's going to get me a Super Bowl. I, I would take it in a hundred times over. And you did you hear the caller before you? He was saying everything that, that he watches every Raiders game. He can't get him into the I end zone. It. You know what? It sounds like it, he just sounds like a frustrated Raider fan. Look at Do you want to be a frustrated today. Jets fan in November, Glenn? But listen, look at the frustration. But do you though? Of the but Glenn, he, he was a frustrated Raider fan watching him for years. Do you what? Do you want to be a frustrated Jets fan in November, or do you want to be looking like, hey, we got a real chance at the Super Bowl this year? What do you What do you want to do? I think that the Jets have a better shot in winning with Derek Carr than Aaron Rodgers because. So. Uh, listen, okay, I'm I'm telling you the way it is. Okay, I'm not trying to argue with you here, but how many coaches have the Raiders gone through? How many coaches have the Raiders Quite gone a few. through? Quite a few. Quite a few. In, in, in the NFL and, like, high school football and, like, uh, college football, it's coaching, coaching, coaching. Mm-hmm. But okay. what makes you think maybe, the Jets have the co- right coach in place for this, too? Like Maybe the right mentor, okay, will help Derek Carr. Maybe, jo- uh, maybe Joe Douglas needs to go out and get more personnel on the offensive line. Better linemen than we got now. And and I'm telling you, this could work. You're getting a younger quarterback. Sometimes players need a change. Yeah. Okay? Sure. Uh, don't get me wrong. Listen, don't get me wrong. If the, if the Jets tonight signed Aaron Rodgers, guess what? I'm a happy fan. But it scares me for what they're going to give up for two years. Well, Glenn, and you know that I, I understand. They're not going to get them for nothing. They're not going to get them for nothing. Okay. I understand. I understand the concern there, Glenn. I do, but we don't know what the Jets are giving up. You listen to a Raider fan tell you he is a frustrated Raider fan, watching him play year in and year out. He's an average quarterback. He's average. That's it. So can the Jets? Oh, and the Devils just won. The Devils just. Won. I'm sorry. Connor just gave me the break signal, and I blew right th- by it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't see who scored that goal. But the Devils just won in overtime against the Kings in the Prudential Center, and everybody there is on their feet. This final score being 4-3 Devils over the Kings. I, I can't tell who scored it. And I had my eyes. I had, like, one eyeball on it. I'm trying to get it before I have to throw the commercial here. Oh, who was that? Tatar? Was it Tatar? They keep showing him on TV. It might have been Tatar. Or was it Mercer? They're showing him that. I don't know. I'm confused. But either way, the Devils win a thriller at the Prudential Center. Wow. All right, we'll keep it rolling here. 877-337-6666. My name is Danielle McCart with you here till 12. Welcome back to WFAN, the legendary WFAN. My name is Danielle McCart and hanging with you till 12. And, um... 
it's been a lot of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he, listen, yesterday, Wednesday, he came out of, I don't even want to call it a hole anymore because I actually looked and uh, I, I saw what the, the, the logic that he was in. And I'll describe it as this. Um, from the outside, it looks like um, it's a wooden door. When you open it, it's, it's like into like a pile of rocks with snow all around. It's in Oregon, by the way. Once you open that door, you get inside, and it's a 300-square-foot room. Looks like it's got blue walls, maybe velvety-looking on them. I don't know. There's a rug. There's a tub. There's a little meditation area. There's a, 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 a queen bed. It looks like a like a typical camping thing, just no windows. And actually, there's a light switch that he has the ability to turn on and off. So this, if you want to see it, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, I tweeted it uh, a little while ago, around 7.07, actually, exactly. Um, also on, oh, I forgot to put it on Facebook and Twitter. I'll do that uh, on the next break I get. But what I'm saying is it's it's not so crazy. So, you know, he, he came out. Um, again, of of the lodging, I'll call it. It's not a hole. It doesn't look so crazy. And and we'll see what his decision is. It could be retirement. It could be I'm running it back with the Packers. It could be I'd rather go play with my buddy Adams in Vegas. Or it could be I want to be a New York Jet. No one knows what the package the Jets would give up. What, what would that package look like? I don't know. But if, if it were me... I would offer a next year first rounder next year. I think the Packers be, would be amenable to that because you got to see what you have in your quarterback. Are you going to keep him? Are you going to extend him? Or are you going to just scrap him and start all over? And you can do that with a first round draft pick. You can. So I think the Packers would be amenable to it. I think the Jets would also obviously be amenable to it because you go out and get yourself that offensive line that lineman that that we've been talking about that the Jets do need. I I, I mean that's that's where I would start. But again, there are no packages leaked. No one knows what it would look like. So we're kind of flying blind here. All right, we go Mark in Ocean County. You're up on the fan. Hey, Danielle. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm good. Um, First of all, I'm a disgruntled Jets fan for over 20 years. (laughs) And uh, I think we got to go all in. I don't care at this point what the package is. Um, we got to go all in and at least give it a try. Um, and there's one more thing that some people are forgetting is that the Jets haven't had a balanced, respectful locker room for a quarterback in a long time. You know, if I can remember this year, they had players wearing Mike White is a quarterback. Uh, I mean, what does yes. that say about – yeah, so I mean, can you? And we talked about it, Mark. Can... We talked about it here. Like, all right, we get that that Zach Wilson's not the answer there. But how do you have your entire team show up wearing Mike White T-shirts? How do you make? How do you? I mean, okay, I'm not into babying players, but come on, that has got to be a complete slap in the face to Zach Wilson. How do you think he felt? Exactly. Well, well, well that's my point. Is I think I think Rogers can sort of rope all that in and say, listen. We need to have some class. We need to have some decency, and and show everybody that we that we have respect and that we're not elementary school. I agree. I mean, I agree, and and I think I think having Rogers there too would kind of help the coaching staff along. I mean, Robert Sala hasn't been at it for long, right? So I think having him there and right. having, being that presence, that steadying presence, if in fact he's all in. I mean, you know, you would hope that once if if 
he becomes a New York Jet, he's going to be all in. And, and he would go down in in the annals of history as as one. Of, I mean, he would be a, a saint practically in the in the minds of Jets fans. Right. And then my last point is, and I'll let you go, is uh, the media factor. You know, uh, I don't know if you ever seen Derek Carr in the media. I have. Versus Aaron Rodgers in the media. And then uh, I'll hang up and let you go, and you can talk on that. Yeah, and, and thanks there, Mark. Um, thanks. I, I've got people that, that, that work in, I'll say it again, and one of them is from here. And he's telling, they're te- they, plural, they are telling me that Derek Carr will not cut it. He will cave onto the New York media. And I know Aaron Rodgers is weird. We just talked about how he went in, in, into the darkness, right? He's weird. But, but. The one experience I had with him in a press conference, it was fine. It was really fine. And it was at MetLife Stadium, and it was really fine. As long as he wins, I don't care. He stacks up some wins. I do not care. Mike in the Bronx, you're up on the fan. Mike. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Hey, what's up? I hear your blinker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my car. <laughs> what's going on? No. Well, am I coming up? You're You're on. Oh, I'm on. Oh, okay. Um, Danielle, first of all, love the work you do. Thank you. WFAN. Thank you. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has the personality to be a successful quarterback in New York. But why? Because he's too flaky. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. Mm. If they got him, would I be too pissed off? No, I wouldn't. But... I'd rather have Lamar Jackson and pay him $200 million. What? Yeah, definitely. The guy, definitely. Do you know Lamar Jackson quit on his team this year? You know that, right? He didn't, he didn't quit on his team. But then why didn't he play he in that game? He didn't quit on his team. He didn't want to get injured before he was set it to hit the like, market. It looks like his, his, his team is quitting on him but as he didn't, far as but, management goes. But he didn't play in that game because he didn't want to hurt his, his value moving forward. He didn't want to get hurt. In a playoff and game. Get, and, and at this point, I can't blame him. What? Can you imagine you I, make, I, getting on I, the Jets and saying, I, nah, I'm not going to play in that playoff game? Can you imagine? Nah, at this, at, you're going to pay him? Then he's going to play. Oh. His career, football is short-lived careers. Anything can happen. Why are you willing to pay Aaron Rodgers the $200 million? Like I said, Because he's I won a Super Aaron, Bowl. And he, he's, he's, he won an MVP. In the year 2020 and an MVP in the year 2021. That's why. So, so you would be you wouldn't be happy if they got Lamar Jackson. Not with the money they're about to. They would have to back up and dump into his bank account. And the fact that it could, like you said, the football career is simple and finite. That's a line from Legally Blonde, by the way, the movie. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to wrap up any guaranteed money or that at least that much in a Lamar Jackson. What does he want? And he quit on his team in the playoffs last season. That, that's that's your opinion. What? That's your opinion. He didn't we play. Don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on with him physically. That's your opinion, Danielle. He didn't play. But, like but he didn't I play. Said, the fact of the matter is, he didn't you play. Just don't like, you just don't like Lamar Jackson for some reason. I like Aaron Rodgers better. That's the reason. You'd rather pay him the money. But like I but said, I'm not Aaron giving Rodgers, him $200 million guaranteed at a long-term deal. Say that again? I'm not giving him $200 million guaranteed and a long-term deal that you would have to give to Lamar Jackson. And And... And and how much how much money is uh, is Aaron Rodgers' contract? Is it guaranteed two hundred million or whatever? They'd have to rework it. it. No, it's not two hundred million dollars. No, it's not that much. No, it wouldn't be that much. What is it? Two years? A hundred million? Two years? Eighty? 
I still take my chances with Lamar. I would. But anyway, no, I'd I rather have Devin Carr and not give up the draft capital. If it push comes to shove, give me Derek Carr. Don't give up the draft capital. Or if Ryan Tannehill becomes available. Okay. Now we've gone off the deep end here, Mike. Ryan Tannehill, forget about it. Forget about it. As far as as, as Rogers' contract, as, as it is constructed right now, yeah, it'd be about two years, for, uh, two years, $80 million. I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'm not wrapping up $200 million guaranteed into Lamar Jackson. Show me what he's done. You have Aaron Rodgers with a Super Bowl ring and two MVPs in the last three seasons. <laughs> I mean, oh, hello, hello. Ron in Long Island's up here on a fan. What's up, Ron? Hey, what's up? I was just laughing at the last caller. Sorry. Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. He's the option. He's going to get the Jets to the promised land. Yeah, uh, just a quick, uh, I, I'm going to be talking about Daniel Jones, but yeah. just a little side note with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just be careful. Last time you guys got uh, a Green Bay quarterback, it was uh, Favre, and we remember what happened well, there. Well, I remember what happened. He got really hurt. <laughs> the Jets didn't tell anybody, and they got fined uh, yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars for concealing it. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, there was also some other stuff. I'm not going to well, say on the uh, Let's not talk about that either. <laughs> All right, let's go there, Ron. Come on. All right, so. So earlier, Craig Carton, he um, and first of all, thanks, Danielle. Yeah, of course. Um, so Craig broke a story that I heard. Uh, CAA, I heard. yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, you know, CAA lied. You know, so forth, so on. Blah blah blah. About the Daniel so, Jones um, requesting forty-five million dollars. It's kind of fake news. That's what Craig said. Mm-hmm. Yep, I heard it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I put my Sherlock hat. You know, yeah. Sherlock Holmes okay. hat on. Okay. And I was looking between the lines here. Okay. Why would it take him so long to come out and say, like, hey, you know, this is not real, so forth, so on, blah, 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 unless he was testing the water. Maybe, yeah. Unless, you know, Athlete Spurts was testing the waters mm-hmm. because they did say 45, mm-hmm. and CAA did say, hey, he's looking for 45. And then uh, after the three, four-day backlash, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We Could never be. said that. Could be. Yeah. You know? You, you've got and, his old agency saying, well, that guy wants $45 million. And then Daniel Jones is kind of like waiting to see it with his new agency. Like, well, well, can I get that? What do you think? Do you think I can get that? I don't st- – I, that's – I think you're – I think uh, I think there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is that it's, it's so funny to me that it's actually the same time frame that the Giants started sitting down with um, – what's his name from um, the draft class? The QB from the draft class. I forgot his name. Hendon or something like that. Oh, I don't know. They started, he started sitting down. They started sitting down with new quarterbacks. Like, I'm talking about interviewing. And now, all of a sudden, hey, no, no, no. I never said that. $45 million? No. Uh, where did you see worth. that the Giants met with other quarterbacks? You said what? Where did you see that the Giants met with other quarterbacks? You're talking this year? Uh, my father. My father. Uh, oh, yeah. Giants yeah, met yeah, extensively. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I yeah. see. I see it now. I, I must have missed that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They met with so, uh, they met with a Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Yep, Hendon. There we go. Yeah. And and that's you. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny it broke out. You know the same time frame. It looks a little funny and smells like a fish. Oh, look at you, Ron, the detective. <laughs> 
Good for you, Ron. Let's see what happens. I, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. See? Sorry, Ron. Everybody adds a little bit of flavor to this. And yes, Ryan Fowler reported Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker has met extensively with the Raiders, Panthers, Giants, Saints, and Cowboys during the pre-draft process. The dual-threat talent is expected to be healthy and ready for training camp after suffering a torn ACL in November. Well, look at that. And that was on February 21st, two days ago. Interesting. All right, we've got a quick break, a Marco Belletti update, and I'm back with you right on the other side of 10, 10 a.m., uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting all excited. I, I, I'm just, Connor, I'm just so excited. I, I got so much to talk about here. Welcome back to the 10 p.m. hour. My name is Daniel McCartan. It has been fun. It's been, what, three already? Three hours down, two to go. We are just getting cooking here. Uh, I, I took a suggestion on Twitter. Uh, can you put out a poll for your listeners, Rogers, Carr, or other? Okay, yes, and that's, in fact, what I just did. As Marco was wrapping up there, I put out a poll at Coach MCCARTAN on Twitter, and I wrote, putting some feelers out there. And I put three choices, Carr, Rogers, or write in slash reply with your choice. Just trying to take the temperature here. I think that's a great idea uh, for sure. Let's get it up and get your votes in. And, you know, maybe you can't call in. Whatever. That's great. Um, but you can get your voice heard that way. You can also tweet me at Coach, of course, MCCARTAN. Uh, there are a lot of tweets coming in. It's very hard to keep up with, but I will try my best as the uh, the Devils win a thriller at the Rock. Uh, I, I said before that I did reach out to the Devils to, to get a Devil on the show tonight. And uh, nothing, no dice yet, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try again for this weekend. I'm back Saturday night, 9 p.m. to uh, to 1 a.m. on Saturday night. Short, quick turnaround, and I'll be back here 6 p.m. on Sunday to 10 p.m. So lots of time together, you and I. Love it. All right, let's go to Wonton, New York. Joe, you're up on the fan. Danielle, how are you? I'm doing good there, Joe. How are you? I'm very good. That man said Ryan Tannehill. Yep. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> the things I hear are I chose um. to root for this cursed franchise 41 years ago. All right? <laughs> My condolences. I have seen them win. Yeah, thank you. I need it. I need it. Terrible, terrible choice <laughs> on my end. I've watched them rewrite right ways to lose. Yes. Alex Van Dyke fumbling. Doug Bryan hitting every crossbar in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and now these people are clutching their draft picks and saying, no, we need to see what the future holds and not going after one of the most winning quarterbacks of all time. You know? Yes. And it just it, It's mind-blowing to me. Lamar Jackson, No. Lamar Jackson is not somebody you want in the locker room. Lamar Jackson is not a gamer. I don't care what that dude says. Derek Carr, Derek Carr can't throw a ball straight if, the, if it's under 50 degrees. There's no way. And then they're like, oh, uh, Rodgers is going to be a problem. Rodgers could be a problem. Rodgers has dated some of the most high-profile football girlfriends in the NFL, and the dude has held up fine under media scrutiny. Yeah. Is he over? Is he past his prime? Yes. Probably. But all we need is somebody to get the ball efficiently. I'm not worried about youth. If we we're worried about youth, we let Zach Wilson go out there until, you know, the wheels completely fall off of that guy. But I, I, this fan base, we've won nothing. Why are you not taking a shot on winners? You can't teach quarterbacks how to win. Yes. Derek Carr with Devontae Adams, one of the best red zone threats in the history of the NFL, did nothing with them. And this is the dude you want to bring in? I, listen, I don't know 
what these people are smoking tonight, Joe, but my goodness. Joe, the Jets have the longest playoff drought in the NFL. It has been since, what, 2010? Since the last time they saw the playoffs? The last time, I don't know if you heard yeah, this yeah, before. It feels like it's been since the Reagan administration. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. It, 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 it murders my soul watching the NFL every year because I know this team's going nowhere. And we have a shot. Listen, is Rodgers crazy? 100%. Does he want to go drink that psychedelic tea in the offseason? Probably. Do I care? No. Get out there. Get the ball to Garrett Wilson. Give us, you know, another dimension. And win us a Super Bowl. I'll be happy. Do whatever you want. You Joe. know, you can lick a toad and, and trip for years. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Just give me a championship, Danielle. Joe, his, his rating, uh, Aaron Rodgers on the decline is what everybody wants to shout from the mountaintops. 91.1 rating last season was Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. The last time the Jets had a quarterback that put up a 91.1 rating on the season, a starting <laughs> quarterback, I was in eighth grade in 2002. Who, who was it? What, 2002? Was it Pennington? It was Pennington, yes. Pennington, pot gun arm, one of the best quarterbacks we've ever had that speaks volumes. And they're worried about a 91 passer rating. What did Carr have? I saw that dude play. Half the games, he looked like he was blind. I, I, I don't know what these Derek Carr truthers are talking about. He stinks. Keep him in Vegas. Let him go to the Giants. I don't care. Keep him off my team. <laughs> Quarterback rating for Derek Carr last year, 86.3. I mean, not terrible. There Respectable. you go. Respectable. Who's in the pudding, though? Would you rather have Rodgers? Oh, Rodgers. checked down halfway through the years? Of course. Rodgers. Of course, because if he cares and he wants to stick it up Green Bay's butt, he's going to go out there <laughs> and win a Super Bowl. And you know that's how that dude operates. He is petty. I know. He's so petty. I know. I, and then, like the Michael Jordan, I took it personally. <laughs> and then I took it personally. Yeah. 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 Oh. Joe, give me, give me Aaron Rodgers. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Tell these fans what's up, Danielle, please. All right? You did a really good job of it. I I love the call. You're great. Thanks. You have a great night, Danielle. Pleasure talking to you. Thanks. You too. He's funny. I would invite Joe to a party I'm having. He sounds like a funny guy. That was a good call. I like that. Yeah, so tonight uh, we've uh, we've run the gamut here. We've, We've had a guy who would prefer Ryan Tannehill overall, over the field, which, What? We had a guy said he would rather stick with with Zach Wilson over the next two years instead of anybody else. Which, what? What are we doing here? What are we doing? It's just like the the the, the conditioning of of the Jets fans is like expect the worst, aim low. It's like come on, you got a, a, a Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback that might be within your grasp. You go and you go and get him, Stephen East Hampton. You're up here on the fan. Hey, Danielle, how are you? Good, how are you there, Steve? All right, good. Listen, I, I, I think you can take retiring off the table. Yeah? Yeah, because he'd have to go into the Hall of Fame with Brady. Yes! That is a great point. I was talking to my friend about that, too, and I wanted to say that. You stole my thunder there, Steve. He's not going to want to share the He the, would the, never the share spotlight. it with Brady. Yes. Never, ever, ever. Yes, ever. because you know the whole thing's going to be about Tom Brady and how he's the best ever. Yep. So he's gonna, Roger's going to wait a year. You're right. Hello. Beautiful point there, Steve. Go get him. Beautiful, Steve. I'm, I'm fired up for you, and that is an excellent point. I'm so mad I didn't get to have it come out of my mouth before it came out of yours, Steve. Yes, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to go into the Hall of Fame with Tom Brady in the same year? Never going to happen. Okay? So then, oh, Steve, excellent point. So then you look at, okay, what are the options? Where are the options? Is it Green Bay again? Is it the Jets 
is it the Raiders? The Raiders with the defense, that Swiss cheese defense that the Giants had with Patrick Graham here. The Raiders have one of the worst defenses in the league. You expect Aaron Rodgers to stand out there and win shootout games at 39 years old? I don't think so. Maybe he goes back to the Packers. Okay, but... Okay. But then you look at the Jets. The Jets are stacked. Garrett Wilson is one of the best rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. Rodgers to Wilson. Can show him a few things. Tell him how to run routes. Help him. All the receivers. Everybody in that locker room is one, at least one step better with number 12, Aaron Rodgers, in it. And you heard Joe Namath on this station tell the two hosts in this studio, Tiki and Tierney, that he would gladly give Rodgers a number 12. Gladly. That. That's important. Sonny and Malvern, you're up on, on The Fan in New York. Hey, Danielle. Good evening. How are you? Great. How are you? Great. Uh, a little different perspective. I'm a Giants fan, so a little bit more of a clearer perspective than uh-huh. that. I know Joe was entertaining the two callers ago, but, he, <laughs> you know, Derek Carr is a very good quarterback. Listen, is he, is he you know, Patrick Holmes? Is he Aaron Rodgers? No, of course not, but he's been to uh, four Pro Bowls. He's been to the uh, playoffs twice. He's in an organization that's a mess. I mean, he really didn't have a, a chance to be successful. Um, I like Jimmy G as a, a third option, actually. I like Jimmy G. Yeah, as, you know, especially in an organization like the Jets, which is a lot like the 49ers. Yep. Have he would fit defense. right in. There would be no yeah. adjustment period. He would fit right in. Yeah, he was, don't forget, he was only one pass. He overthrew probably by a yard that wide receiver, else they would have won the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh-huh. You know what? In my hierarchy, Rodgers is number one. Clear cut, number yeah. one. So, number two is Garoppolo for me, actually. Oh, really? Okay. But obviously we do agree on the best. you got to go with the best option to win, and mm-hmm. that's obviously Aaron Rodgers. Yep. But, you know, three-time MVP, but won the Super Bowl once. Did he lose a lot of big games, which I have uh, problems with? Yes. A lot of championship games at home where they were favored? Yes. That does bother me. But at this point, out of all the quarterbacks out there, he does give you the best chance to win. So, obviously, Rodgers is number one. Yep. Has to be. Sonny, it, it, it has to be. Until you figure out what the package that the Packers are requiring back for him, and then you're like, then you weigh your options. But again, yeah. picks are just picks. It's a lot. It's basically, are you going to hit on this pick or not? Yeah, and it is. And it's is it, does Rodgers want you? That's the big thing, right? Right. Well, he doesn't have a no trade, but of course they're going to probably give him. You know the hell. You know, the, hey, we're going to trade you to the Jets. What do you think? You would think that they would do that for him, someone like him. You would. Yeah, think. and we and we think you know Derek Carr wants the Jets. So, I mean, you have him in your back pocket. Right. And how long is he going to wait? That's right. the thing. Right. And, so, and I think I think no one's going to make a move until Rodgers does. Yeah, unfortunately, he has everybody by the you-know-what. Yep. Which is not right, but, I mean, that's the way he is. He's kind of selfish in a way. He's he really is. Selfish. Oh, he is. He is. There's no – There's no. he loves the attention. He loves people talking about him. He's, he's, he's probably listening right now. No, I'm just kidding. But – um, yeah, you're right. It, it is a little bit selfish, but the, uh, no one's going to move. Maybe the Giants signed Daniel Jones. I mean, because they only have eyes for each other. But as far as the, yeah. you, the, you know, Garoppolo or Carr or Jackson, no one is going to be moved until or or signed with a new team until Rodgers makes a decision. That, yeah, that's, as far as can that's, I talk about the Giants really yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as Daniel Jones, I I like him a lot. I've always stuck by him. I'm like I was a huge Eli Manning fan. I always stuck by Eli when everybody was killing him. Yep. I stuck by Daniel Jones when everybody Me was too. killing. him. 
It was a smart quarterback. He could make every throw. He was athletic. He could run. Yep. Uh, he was just in a, a you know terrible situation there. Yes. But obviously, with that being said, I don't think he's worth it. I don't know if that's true, what his agent or where fake. those rumors Well, come Craig, Craig said it was essentially, he didn't use these words, but Craig said it was fake news, basically. Okay, yeah, because I know Daniel Jones is a smart kid. He wouldn't want that kind of money. He's, he knows he's not worth that kind of money, number one. Number two, the Giants would not give him that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if the Giants and- gave him that kind of money, they would have basically zero to spend elsewhere. Yeah, and he's not, listen, he's not in that upper tier of, of quarterbacks. I'm sorry. He's even not. though I like him a lot, he's a solid quarterback. Mm-hmm. And um, I wouldn't even give him a five-year deal, Danielle. I'll give him a three-year deal. Me too. I'd, I'd go three still, years. Yep. Yeah, I still believe it or not, I still think he has to prove himself. He had, what, one really good year? Well, that's the thing. One really good year is, what, 15 touchdowns. Well, Let's be well, honest. Right, and he, but here's the thing. I mean, you obviously you're a supporter of him. You understand what's going on there. I mean, who is he throwing the ball to, number one? We don't have to rehash all of this. But also, too, I'd be curious for the Giants to say, like, all right, we're going to give you three years. We want to see how Brian Dable can develop you in those three years. If we're not happy with it, then we're going to find somebody else after the end of those three years. Yeah, and I don't think he has really an argument there because not too many teams, I don't see any teams really come in knocking on the Giants' door for him. I really don't. Yeah. Just because I don't think a lot of teams – for whatever reason, you know, he hasn't really proven himself. Uh, they don't believe in him. So, I mean, I think he's not stuck with the Giants. I think they're a perfect match, like you said. Yeah. I think they're a really good match for each other. They so, are. They, they are. Yeah. The one thing, though, and thanks for the call there, Sonny. The one thing, I got a tweet from before from uh, from somebody, and he said, that, hey, Danielle, Giants fan here, so don't really care who ends up uh, quarterback in the Jets. But Rodgers' quarterback rating for last year caught my attention because – for last year, yeah, Daniel Jones had a slightly better quarterback rating last year than than Aaron Rodgers. That's true. I I, I said it. How would you think Jones would have done it on the Jets? And I wrote, great point. Way better. He would have won at least three to four more games for the Jets. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. 877-337-6666. The quarterbacks in New York. Who will it be for the Jets? Who will it be for the Giants? I'm telling you, it's Aaron Rodgers and Daniel Jones for the foreseeable future. 877-337-6666. Welcome back to WFAN, 1019 FM, 660 AM, or maybe you are listening on the free Odyssey app. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. The Devils continue to remain red hot. They're nine overtime wins so far this season, including a game tonight. It was Dawson Mercer that uh, that knocked it home, I think, in, in overtime. 4-3 final score over the L.A. Kings. And you know what? That nine wins in overtime, the most in the NHL. That kind of winning builds some character, builds some stamina for, dare I say it, the playoffs. And we're on uh, Patrick Kane watch. I was just talking to, to Connor. Um, we're on Patrick Kane watch. It is now tw- trending on Twitter. The Devils, I mean, the, the Rangers sat two guys tonight. It's It could be in the works. So maybe by the time I get out of here at uh, at 12, maybe break some more news here on a fan. We'll see. I got a tweet from, uh, if you want to tweet me, can't get through, can't talk, at, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, at ML Walsh 14 says, the Rogers Circus will not fly in New York City. Fans will not appreciate his nonsense, and he will grow to resent media and fans alike. But it will be entertaining as hell. That's great. You know what I wrote back to him? I wrote, winning cures everything. And you know what else winning does? Prevents problems. It prevents problems. It's that easy. Um, uh, Based on a a listener's suggestion, I did put a poll up. There are nine minutes left. 
I, I just wrote putting some feelings feelers out there. Who would you basically who would you rather have? Carl Rogers or write in reply with your choice. It is as close as it has been on the phone lines all night. As of right now, forty seven point eight percent of voters are picking Rogers. Forty six point one percent of voters are picking Carr, and six point one percent of people are being uh being funny. I got some write ins of uh Matt Ryan. <laughs> I mean, yes, a Tannehill write in. Although I do get a couple Daniel Joneses. Daniel Jones would look really good on this Jets team. But you know what? He only has eyes for the Giants, and the Giants only have eyes for him. Let's go out to Long Island at 877-337-6666. Dave, you are up next here on The Fan. Hey, Danielle. I'm calling about Derek Carr to the Jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to think I have a pretty good perspective. I'm a lifelong Jet fan, Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend's a lifelong Raider fan. So I've watched every down of the Raiders for the last three, four seasons. There we go. Tell us. And if you look up Derek Carr's stats online, which I'm assuming is what a lot of Jet fans are doing, um, I, I don't doubt he has fine numbers. But when you watch every down and play and play out of this guy, mm-hmm. Jet fans would be so frustrated with him as our quarterback. I mean, this guy never sees the pressure coming. This guy is blindsided multiple times every game. And mm-hmm. when he doesn't escape the pocket, he never throws the ball away. He takes a terrible sack, loses an extra 10 yards. He's just very frustrating. And all these Jets fans think we have all this talent. I think they're really downplaying the talent that he has out in Vegas right now. I mean, he had the number one running back in Josh Jacobs. Yep. He had, had Devontae Adams. Darren Wall, a great tight end. Yep. Hunter Renfro was a guy Hunter that's Renfro. made a name for himself. Yep. Guy, amazing two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think people really downplay. Uh, and then two more quick things. Uh, a lot of Jets fans saying a, a change of scenery for this guy might be good. I mean, I think they're forgetting. He, he led a franchise moving from Oakland to Vegas. That's a pretty big change of scenery, opening a, a brand-new stadium in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. all places. I mean, I, I, that, to me, counts as a change of scenery. And uh, just yeah, lastly, that's, no, that's a good point. You know, this, guy, this guy has been in the league for nine seasons now. He has never won a playoff game. Do Jet fans really think we're going to have a guy come in here and then start winning? No, and then I, take, I just, to, and take him to the Super Bowl immediately. Not only that, and a lot of people want to say that, you know, he, head coaching out there, how many coaches he's been through. I mean, Which, I mean that's fair. Like he's that going, is fair. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Let's not act like he's he's going to uh, the Patriots and Bill Belichick. I mean, we're playing. He's going to be playing for a guy in Robert Sala that, that we don't unproven. even know. We're not sold on him yet. He's yep. completely unproven. We just brought in a brand new offensive coordinator. Yep. I mean, I just again, I'm assuming you've looked at the stats. Maybe that's what a lot of Jet fans are doing to mm-hmm. formulate this opinion. But sure. you're watching this guy; they would be frustrated instantly. Which is Nine why seasons, right. no playoff wins. Right. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, so, which, which is why ask. the answer for me is Aaron, has always been Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, Dave, yeah, I, I'm with I, you, Dave. I, and I'm with you also. I think your number two has to be Garoppolo. That guy is a proven winner. Yep. I know some questionable things after he got the money out there leaving. But, well, uh, and, know what? and the I think injury history, coming, sure. But how about that? Uh, a change of scenery for him, too. He's going to want to prove himself, too. You know what? And I think putting him in a division against Belichick and the Patriots maybe let a little fuel mm, under his fire. Good point. So, yep. thank you. Yeah, thanks there, Dave. Appreciate the call and the perspective on that um, because I can tell you I have not watched every down of Derek Carr as you have. Um, so it's good perspective there. Let's go to Mike in East Meadow. You're up on the fan. Yeah, hi. Enjoyed the show. I Thank think you. you're great. Thank you. Um, football is obviously the most complicated sport. There's so many variables between defense, offense, coaches, and all this stuff. It's a very, very complicated so I just want to like break it down, in my opinion, to two things, Rodgers versus Carr. Mm-hmm. You go with Rodgers, it's picks, high-level picks. 
$50 million versus car at about 35. Well, first of no all, obligation. wait, hold on. Let's, no make obligation. Sure, let's, let's make sure that we're getting the numbers out here right. So he, he would be probably making 40 million a year, not 50. So 40 million a year. And we don't okay. know, we don't know what the package would look like in terms of picks. Plural? Yes, I agree with you. Picks, plural. But we don't know at what level, you know, what kind of picks, premium ones, when, what years. We don't know any of that yet. No one knows that. Okay, I I, I uh, uh, totally agree with that point. But the thing with Carr is he's not encumbered by ticks. He'll be probably substantially less than Rogers, and there'll be enough money to sprinkle around if you go with uh, Carr to elevate the offense so, and the defense. Okay, so I, the I, real, I get where you're going. The, the real the real point the real point is the difference in those packages ameliorates, you know, how much of a difference really is between a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers and a 32-year-old uh, Derek Carr. A Super Bowl where, for, where, for Rodgers, and you just heard the caller before you, uh, not a single playoff win for, for Carr. That's the difference. And, and, and he doesn't play well in uh, cold weather. He doesn't. And, and, he hasn't won a single game in cold weather below 37 degrees. It's not even that cold. Well, well, one thing I would I would really like to know with Carr is uh, when they do the metrics when they come out of college, does he have does he have big hands? Because that's a very salient point with cold weather places. It's just that you know. And then the other issue is um, being out of sync. If you go with Rogers, you are just so out of sync with building your team. You know, this the classic. Get the interior linemen, then add the pieces, then get the quarterback. It, it, they are if they go to it's so out of sync, and it's so reminiscent of Brett Favre. No, it's where, not reminiscent of Brett Favre. All right, so wait, so I'm looking up a couple of things here. First of all, the the uh, what's his name, uh, Derek Carr. His market value is projected to be thirty seven point seven million dollars, so uh, c- uh, comparable to that of Rogers. His hand size okay. is nine and one eighth inches. That is so. So you got Kenny Pickett's hand size was eight point six inches. Wow! So it's close, actually, because everybody. You know how I only pick Kenny Pickett because everybody says, "Oh, Kenny Pickett." You know uh, his uh, his hand size. That was the whole thing, right? Um, the only others I remember: Josh Allen, ten point one two. The average hand size for an NFL quarterback over the past decade was nine point seven. So you've got uh, Derek Carr coming in undersized. No, that could be a cold weather factor, but it but mm-hmm. it, it just seems with with Rogers headspace and everything like that. You know, I would rather take and, and the most important thing point I want to make is how out of sync the Jets are and the Giants are with and if the Giants go back to uh, uh, I don't you know, d- listen, Mike. I disagree with that. I, I do. I disagree with that because I think the Jets are a quarterback away from really making a real run at this. I really do think so. Whereas then, the Giants, then, not yet. I don't think. Got to go with Rodgers. Yes, yes, that's the answer for me. Is 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 Aaron Rodgers there? And just so everybody's clear, yes, all those sizes were correct. Um, but of course, you can always point to Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow has uh, the smallest hand size in the league currently for any NFL quarterback, nine inches. And I, I remember when the whole Kenny Pickett thing came out. I, I I measured mine as according to how the NFL draft would do it. My hands are bigger than Kenny Pickett's hands. Yeah, it's crazy. It was I, I was I was shocked myself. <laughs> uh, let's go, Marco in Queens, New York. You're up on a fan. 
Hi, Danielle. Good evening. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for taking my yeah, call. Thanks for making it. So I'm a Jets fan, lifelong, mm-hmm. and I just have points I just want to make, and I'll keep it really quickly. Sure. So I'm just going to rule out some guys. So right off the bat, Tannehill is not even in the equation. Not okay? even at all, no. Next is Garoppolo. Now, two reasons I don't want Garoppolo is because he's hurt all the time, mm. never healthy, and I believe your best ability is availability from what I've always heard. So that means right? Derek Carr is at your top of your list then. Yes, but in addition to Garoppolo being hurt, he has to play New England Patriots twice and a year. So? Bill be- well, I, what I mean is if he comes to the Jets, he'll have to face the pass. Belichick so? will stop him both times. Belichick stopped the every Belichick stops everybody. Right. But I think he'll nah. devise a scheme that'll rattle him and take him right out of the game. Mm. So I, I account for two losses with Garoppolo as our quarterback versus the Pats. Well, I hope it's I hope they play, then if you're picking Derek Carr, I hope those games against the Patriots are in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm almost <laughs> he can't go um, up there and beat him in November or December. You know that. Now with Rodgers, yes, he has a tremendous upside. You're absolutely right. But he's difficult to handle, right? He's the kind of guy that if he loses, he gets salty really fast. He loves to point fingers. He'll be on the McAfee show. He'll play the blame game. We'll have to give up a lot of draft picks to get the guy and money, which which are picks we're going to need. We well, but, but then you got line. David Carr uh, telling – I'm getting the D's mixed up. Derek Carr telling David Carr all the drama from the Raiders, and he's out there on TV saying it. What's worse? Right. Now, here's the thing. My last point is this. The reason I want Carr and those other guys I don't is because Carr reminds me of a guy like a Rich Gannon. Formidable. Did Gannon win? The answer is yes. He reminds me of a guy like Brad Johnson. Formidable. Did Brand Johnson win? The answer is yes. And I think Carr will come over on the cheap. It'll just be money, no picks. He'll, he'll, he $37 might million to... dollars isn't cheap. I get it. But, you know, it's not your money, not my money, right? It's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's their money. But... The point is, I think he'll lead these guys to some notable wins, probably some sloppy losses, but I'd rather have maybe a 10-11 win season with a solid O-line than a guy who's going to complain, be upset after year one, start playing the blame game. Go but how do you know that's not going to happen with Carr? He's, he's already, his brother's kind of already talking, airing the dirty laundry of the Raiders already, and his brother he, hasn't even picked a team yet. I see him as formidable. That's how I look at him. Yeah, but you're, Marco, Gannon, you're talking about drama going on the McAfee show. How about how about his brother on whatever network he's on? He's already talking about how oh they didn't let him call plays at the at the line of scrimmage and, and this and that. I mean, I don't. You don't need that headache either. You don't need that headache either if you're the Jets. It's 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 the same argument. Uh, it doesn't that doesn't move the needle either way for me. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'm Danielle McCartan with you till twelve. You're on the fan. Welcome back to the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. Hanging with you for about another hour or so. We got Pete Hoffman coming in next, taking you through the rest of the night. Uh, we've got uh, a, a really big Raiders fan. It seems checking in on Twitter. Uncle Billy three fifteen. He says, "I don't have an Uncle Billy. It's not my Uncle Billy. It's just his username." He says, "David Carr was never heard from during Derek Carr's entire career." Until the coach wouldn't let him do audibles and would rather have him throw away that look from first read, whatever. Listen, I don't care. You're not going to cut it if your brother is, 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 is your mouthpiece. Just because you don't want to say it in front of the media, you make your brother say it. That we, People in here in this area see right through that. Enough. Enough. I got a tweet from Angry Mets fan. He said, enough football talk all day long on a fan. It's horrible. 
Baseball season, come on. Mets spring training game Saturday and off already with the quarterbacks. All right, angry Mets fan, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the Mets? You want to talk about what Steve Cohen wants to build around City Field? You want to talk about Brendan Nimmo and, and, and how he's back and I love it, how the Mets are, have a better lineup constructed to win a World Series? What do you want to talk about, angry Mets fan? You fit, you fit the mold? By the way, I'm back on Saturday and I'm back on Sunday. I'm planning for full baseball shows on each of those days. I'm going to put out a lineup. You guys are going to critique me on Twitter. And then we're going to we're gonna talk about it. On the fan, that's going to be Saturday. I was planning on do the Mets on Saturday and the Yankees on Sunday because I'm back on both days. 877-337-6666. The people want – what's your angry Mets fan? The people want to talk about the quarterbacks. I've got one, two, three, four calls right here. All they're talking about is Jets, Carr, Derek, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. You don't like it. Change the narrative. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Happy to go where you want to take me. Happy to do it. You want to talk hockey? I'm game. But right now, this, this is what's hot. Sports. I mean, look at the trending topics on Twitter. The Jets are the number one trending topic in all of sports. That could that could be about the hockey team, too, but... Uh, you know, it could be you know combined with the hockey team in in that in that metric in that number. But you know what I'm saying? It's a hot topic. Aaron Rodgers came out of his retreat today, and it's not the hole in the ground that everybody thought it was. By the way, my poll has closed on Twitter. The winner by a narrow margin, by less than two percent, in fact, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers over Carr, say, say the people on Twitter. Let's go to Douglas in the Bronx. You're up next here on a fan in New York. Hello, Danielle. How are yeah, you? I, hi, I'm doing well. I, I'm going to talk about football. Sorry to that angry <laughs> Mets caller. <laughs> hey, Thursday night McCartan. How about this? I uh, like it. I'll, t- I'll take that any day over Thursday night football. Believe <laughs> me. Yes. Yes. And I'll, I'll take it over MTV Jersey's. Forgive me. Uh, forgive me if I don't care about Vinny and Angela hooking up on Jersey Shore. So, okay, leave that be. Um, okay. You know how you had uh, the bat signal for when... Carlos Correa, the Carlos Correa watch. Yes, I think I think we have to have something similar for Rogers. I know he came out of his dark room, but <laughs> you know how you know how in the Vatican when they elect a new pope. Yes, they they release the white smoke. Mm-hmm. So if he picks the Jets, we get green, green for Green Bay <laughs> yellow, uh, Raiders black, <laughs> something similar. I, like I don't it. know. I like it. Like it, right? Um, now for all those folks that say that he's past his prime, wasn't Peyton Manning past his prime when? He landed on the Denver Broncos. He hardly had a neck. I mean, he just came out of neck surgery at that time. Mm-hmm. It seemed to work out for the Broncos that time. And he beat the Patriots in, the, in their prime uh, at back then. So it's, it's like it's not unprecedented that a, a quarterback of stature of a Peyton Manning, and certainly Rodgers is that, that he could certainly thrive. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the old situation. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. And I tell you, if somehow it's not impossible – if he lands in Miami, I think that would be a real stick in the craw for Jets fans. Oh, I mean, if he's don't in say twice, that. I, I, that not, would be a nightmare. And, and say the Jets get stuck with Tannehill and, and Carr goes to the Saints. And, yeah. Oh, that would be – I want to be on the on the air that night when that happens. With Tagovailoa's uh, 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 concussion history, it's like it's not impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know. If, if the Jets did not have a good draft last year, then I would I would understand if they'd be more protective of their draft picks this coming off season. Mm-hmm. But they had a tremendous draft last season, so I think they could withstand 
dealing those picks this year if they had to. I think and so. And they afforded them. I'm of that notion. So mm-hmm. uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've picked, uh, I've cherry-picked some uh, key points about Carr, and some of them have been talked about on your show earlier, and I want to just bring it up. Of course, I've heard the point earlier about that Carr, under his reign at the Raiders, he's endured a plethora of inept coaching staffs, um, and that makes sense. I mean, it yes, does. it does make bad sense. Defenses. Yep. That's true. And I, I, I grant that. But the other note is the the bad play in cold weather. He'll get over it. He'll get. Uh, look at Jared Goff. He beat the Jets and Giants in cold weather this year. But I said, look, wait, nine years is not a small sample size for Jared Carr. It's not. That's that's plenty of time to see how well he performs in cold weather and a lot of playoff games played in cold weather. So I don't, I don't, uh, and to say golf, golf has not been in the NFL as long as Derek Carr. So I, I don't equate that. And I don't conflate those two. Um, and I have, I, that's why I have a theory. I got a theory about all this thing, even with that photo with, with the jet staff last week, last weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think it was to obviously drive his own value. And I think a better spot for Carr would be any of the four NFC West teams, they each of them need a quarterback, and I, I mean, I think it'd just be an uh, just a, a, a aspect of who has the better coaching staff. Maybe Carolina with Frank Reich, although I'd prefer if they kept their past core coaching and see Wilkes. But I mean, as of now, I mean that's a wide open division, pretty much. It's a wide open. Yeah, I, he, Carr would have he wouldn't have to worry about weather. Mm-hmm. He'd have an easier path to the playoffs going the NFC South route. Um, uh, so I, I think uh, I don't completely buy this uh, notion that he will ultimately land with the Jets. I know it, it, your poll was pretty close. But here's the one note that really stuck in my craw this past week, and I'm going to lay it out to you, and I want to get your reaction to this. Derek Carr, a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. I heard it clear as day. I, I couldn't believe when I hear it, heard it. What is your take on that? Mm, I I think they're pretty comparable, actually. The both of them. Uh, who has more playoff wins? <laughs> I, mean, all right. I, mean, I know, right? I, I, yes, Daniel Jones ha- hasn't had a competent coaching staff that long, but he has one now, yeah. and he already had. He already has a. Uh, he already has a, a playoff win. Yeah. I would even I would even counter that uh, Cousins. Uh, that uh, Cousins is. Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Derek Carr, so I, I don't know. Uh, to, to make to make it seem that Derek Carr is that high of a value for the Jets, I'm I'm not not convinced. convinced. It doesn't sound like you're convinced, no. there, Gus. I appreciate no, the no, call no. there, I, and I'm going to put myself in that category too. I am also not that convinced, and neither, as it seems, is Ken in Oldbridge. Ken, tell us what's on your mind. Hey, hey, Coach. Let me just say, I really love when you're on. I there's a there's a smoothness and a, and a natural ability that you have when it comes across. It's not a forced thing when you're talking, you know, like you're, you're very smart. So and you don't have to try harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks. It's just you... a natural flow that you have. And no, I really no, no. appreciate it. I hope they, hope they put more of you. Uh, thanks. You know how, what I attribute that to all of my years in the classroom and dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're an actual, and, and you're a true fandom of you know, your, your actual, you know, you love what you're doing. Yeah. So it, it shows. Yeah. Thank you. So good for you. Good for you. So what my point was is that you, you've got two-thirds of this league, at least, that doesn't have a stud quarterback, and it shows that you can't win without one. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you're spending all this money on stud quarterbacks, and along with that comes a freakishly stud you know, tackle that has to be fast and huge and 
you know, all these things that you need to have. I'd like to see the game change completely from the passing game that's starting to get boring with is it a catch, is it not, it's interference, so here's 80 yards for no reason, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see two tons of man just bowling over their way 10 yards at a time, bring back the running game, mm-hmm. just, you know, invest your money in, in mass, just sheer mass, you know. Now you've got all these stud uh, 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 corners that can't, you know, pass rushers that are going to be out of the picture now. Yeah. All these fast guys, these these defensive ends, all these all these all these uh, you know guys that are you know quote unquote skilled position players yeah. out of the picture. Bowl them over, two tons of man, boom down the field, a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it, Ken, and I, I like the idea. And and I talk with uh, as you were talking, I, I tell you, I talked with Mark Bavaro not long ago, and I said like, hey, I know you played, you finished your career with the Eagles, and you know, who, who are you picking in the Super Bowl? And he said, well, I'm, I'm picking the Eagle. I'm paraphrasing here. And you can go back and listen to it. You can look on my Twitter, on my Facebook. It's all there. But essentially all he, what he said was he's picking, he's picking the Eagles because of that reason. Because he feels that you know, he doesn't like the way that the, that the Kansas City Chiefs are playing with that run-and-gun style offense. And, and he feels that the Eagles play more of what he's accustomed to. Not all the way there, but more of what he's accustomed to with the ground and pound and you know now with the RPOs and, and all of that and with the running quarterback. And listen, you get down to the goal line and you're the Eagles, you have three guys that can score the ball or even four. And, and you just don't – the Chiefs just didn't know where it was going to come from. So, yeah, I, so I, I get it. I hear you. I do. And, and these rules and this replay this and slow the game down that way and what's a catch? Is it a bobble? Did he get his hand underneath it? Does he have possession? It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Let's go to uh, Jarvis in Harlem. What's up there, Jarvis? What's up, Daniels? How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I want to talk about this whole quarterback situation with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and you know, I know like you know, like everybody wants Aaron Rodgers wants come play for the Jets. It's like everybody keeps saying like, Well, well Aaron Rodgers if he bring if it get Aaron Rodgers for the next two years they're gonna bring it to Super Bowl. I feel like I mean I was I was on the Jets and stopped saying that, but I was people just uh, I about the Jets make the playoffs. I mean it's been twelve years you haven't made the playoffs in like since 2010. Well, and usually then, the playoffs you, happen first before the Super Bowl. I mean, right? <laughs> right, exactly. I so mean, you can't, like, you don't I think. Mean, it, good. What's that? Not good. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, like, like he's like, Aaron Rodgers, like, go to the AFC, like, get through the AFC. I mean, you got these quarterbacks. You know, look, at the, look at the conference. You got Patrick Mahomes, Joe, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Matt Jones. I mean, Justin Herbert. Mac Jones. Russell You're Wilson. putting Mac Jones in that category? Yeah, I mean. You are? I mean, the guy come, I mean get through the AFC, get to the Super Bowl. Like, so think bad. about this. First of all, who knows if Lamar Jackson's even going to be back in, in Baltimore. But I'll give you Mahomes. I'll give you, I'll give you the top three. You would, you would hope some of those guys can knock each other off, and then you take your chances on a, on, you know, on a gamble. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how are you going to compete? I mean, how are you going to be um, Patrick Mahomes, the world champion? I mean, if, if, let's say I don't know. Take a take a page out of the the Eagles playbook. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's say the Jets will lose in the AFC Championship, and everybody going to say everybody going to be all positive and never get to get a chance to get to a Super Bowl. 
and then the Jets have to be all positive. And I mean, I mean, I would be pretty upset about that. So if they lose the AFC Championship, if they don't, if Aaron Rodgers came to the Jets and don't get it for the next two years, that's an epic failure. No, Jarvis, you're wrong on that. You, you AFC Championship game? You haven't seen the AFC Championship game since 2010. And what I meant by taking a page out of the Eagles book was, you know, running the ball, having the options down down at at the goal line and all that stuff. But a, a failure w- would be Rodgers taking the Jets to the AFC Championship would be a failure. Now, now I've heard it all. I have heard it all. Quick break, Mark Bulletti update. I'll be back with you on the other side of the 11 p.m. hour. Welcome back to the fan in the 11 p.m. hour, which means we are four down, one to go. Oh, it's been fun tonight. It really has. It's been it's been a pleasure being here. Talking with you all surprised. I'm here, right? It was sort of kind of like a last-minute thing. That's okay. All good. Pete Hoffman will be, uh, you'll be in Pete Hoffman's hands beginning at 12 midnight. And until then, let, let's keep it moving here. Uh, you want to tweet me? At Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. You could do that as well. Um, I got to say, I got to take a, a second here to say that, uh, and we'll continue the conversation in just one one minute. Literally, time me. But just want to take one minute to say, Tuesday night. We took the train into the world's most famous arena, not for a Rangers game, unfortunately, but to see my favorite artist of all time, no questions asked, Carrie Underwood. And she was amazing, as always. And it was my fourth time seeing her, I think. And and that's dating all the way back to when she performed on Good Morning America. It was I look back, it was August of two thousand and six. August, I was I was in high school, so I was there at Bryant Park to see her with my fr- my parents and, and and my digital camera, no iPhone then, and uh, I, I you know I, I know I run a straight down the middle sports talk radio show, and that's the way I want to do it. That's the way I decide and choose to do it. But obviously, I'm pretty biased on this one. I have always heard that if you can sing any genre, that means you're really good. And so for the encore. Carrie Underwood literally, I'm not kidding you, blew the roof off the place, covered Welcome to the Jungle, leather Guns N' Roses jacket and and everything. So just so, 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 so good. And before it, like, it was like a fun night. Like we found this little cute little like rooftop bar before the show and we, we sat down and I looked to the left and the Empire State Building was like right there. It was like, like cool. I didn't even, I was not expecting that. So just a, a fun night all the way around and, it, and Unfortunately, it, it wasn't to see a Rangers game, but, you know, it, it was fun. It was, it was a nice night out in New York City, and uh, I don't really get many of them. I work a lot. So just to have that time and to, you know, to, to chill a little bit, it was, it was fun. Although I don't know if I would go into the darkness, into the woods, and, and to, to do that. And by the way, we're bucking the, 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 the conception here, per- perception here of what that Aaron Rodgers retreat actually looked like. It was not, to my surprise, it was not a a hole in a bunker in a cave with sticks to make a fire. It, it wasn't that. It, it looked it looked all right. I mean, he had a light switch and everything, and food delivered to him. And all right, so he just wanted to disconnect from the world. I mean, I, I've got four screens in front of me right now. I could probably use it too. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go down to. Princeton, New Jersey, as we have been debating really all night long, who is the best fit for the Jets at quarterback? Either way, it's been a tight race, tightly contested on the polls on Twitter, on the phone lines here at the fan. Um, and Joe Douglas clearly has a, a decision to make, and it could be 
it could be. I mean, think about it. Forty-nine percent of people wanted Der- uh, wanted Aaron Rodgers in my poll. The other percentage of people wanted Derek Carr. I mean, Derek. I mean, uh, Joe Douglas. Half the fan base is going to be unhappy with him, whoever he picks. So to Derek and Princeton, we go. What's up there, Derek? Uh, thanks for taking the call. Hey, thanks for making it. I am. I am a Raiders fan, mm-hmm. so I have watched Carr for the last nine years. Okay. And in my opinion, he's Andy Dalton. That's what that's who he was. And I've said that about him since he since he's been playing for a while. He'll, he's good, and he will win you some games, but he will break your heart, and mm-hmm. he won't get you over the top. Mm-hmm. But I do want, but selfishly, I do want him to come to the Jets because I want to see how he does perform outside of all the mayhem that has circled the Raiders for the past nine years. So I would like to see him in, a, in an atmosphere here locally where I can see him and watch him and hear what hear the Jets fans critique him mm-hmm. as Raider fans and the Raider media has critiqued him uh, compared to what the New York media would well, do. So I'm know. kind of – Yeah, go ahead. So I'm kind of I'm kind of selfishly wanting him to come here <laughs> just to for see that him. reason, yeah. just to see how he would do because it'd be somebody locally that I could watch every week. Yeah, and you know what else too, and, and it's going to be interesting though because it always works out that like these storylines. I don't know, man, because think about like Aaron Judge. He was rumored to go. I mean, the, the tweet was sent that he was a San Francisco Giant, right? Don't the Yankees open against the Giants this year? I mean, so the, these these narratives of like, okay. So guess what? Now Carr is playing the Raiders in Vegas next year if he's a Jet. I mean, these things right. write themselves. Is that what I'm trying fun. to say. That would be fun. That would be a lot. That would be a lot. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think Rogers is coming here. I just don't. Just again, I, I know. I have no dog in the fight. I don't think he's coming here. But he never showed any interest in coming here. I know the Jets have reached out to him, but I don't think he's ever expressed any interest in coming here. Yeah, you're right about that. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, thanks there, Derek. You, you're raining on everybody's parade here, Derek. No, I'm just joking here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the narratives write, the, write themselves. It's like, okay, car, jet, car's a jet. He goes down to out to Las Vegas, beats the Raiders in their own building, and he's this whole triumphant thing. And, of course, the Super Bowl's in Vegas next year, too. Can you imagine that? Like, I, it, it would write itself. It would. Luckily for the Jets, I guess, the, the Super Bowl would be indoors, right, and, and climate-controlled and all that. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to call. We've got Jimmy in Jersey City. Go ahead, Jimmy. Hey, Danielle. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm over here. I'm a Dolphin fan, but I'm sitting back laughing why these <laughs> Jets and Jets fans are losers because, you see, again, obviously, I'm 59 years old. These guys don't know football. Now, you see, if you're going to take numbers or career stats, which that, that's not what the, the football is about or baseball, but it's about winning. Um, stats. Let's just do um, these, everyone's uh, pooping on Tannehill. And I'm over here laughing because he's the better quarterback than Carr. If you want to take the numbers, stats, even up and down the charts, even just about. The only difference, Daniel, you know what the difference is, Daniel? What is the difference? Tannehill's like 15 games over 500, where Carr is almost 20 games under 500. Tannehill is 5-0, and 5-0, and career versus the Raiders. That's, I guess that's going as Carr, correct? <laughs> so yet, that's why Jet fans are so yeah. stupid, idiots. That's why they'll always be losers. Because yet, in your poll, they're putting card number two, <laughs> a guy who's a loser. Well, I mean, well who's your quarterback guy. there next year, Jimmy? Who is yours? Well, that's what I was going to leak to that right now. Yeah. See, if Tua don't come back, that's why you're not going to hear from Rodgers or Lamar Jackson until they find out exactly what's going on with Tua. Because both of them will fight to get down to Miami because they both want to play, would love to play for Miami, as they both had said so already. 
Yeah, they did say that. Both of them. Go, go look it up. Who is it? Look at the kid. Rogers, Rogers and Lamar Jackson. Rogers. I'm, I'm going to do it right now while you're on the phone. Rogers, yeah, Miami Dolphins. Let's see it in Google. Uh, look, not that I've seen. I'm not looking here. Hey, look them up. And once you put in Jackson, same thing. Uh, why the Jackson Dolphins should trade Miami. for Aaron Rodgers? The Packers want Aaron Rodgers back on one condition. I mean, this is all the latest news here. I mean, how long ago are we talking? I'm talking about today. I go today. And you do Lamar Jackson, you'll see. All right, tell, that, that, if you found it today, Jimmy, right? Yep. What did you type in to get to that? I, I want. I'd love to replicate it. Aaron Rodgers to the Dolphins. Aaron Rodgers to the Dolphins. Maybe I had the wrong keywords in here. To the Dolphins. Why the Miami Dolphins should attempt to trade for him, Packer? I mean, it's the same results that came up. Uh, it's it's not here. New That's odds strange. show That's... chance Dolphins trade for Rodgers. So uh, I don't see it. That was three That's days strange. ago. Now I just did both of them say, and the kid TJ Stroud, who's in, who wants to come out next year, wants to play for Dolphins. Which I'm so wait, so, so you already strike one on Aaron Rodgers. What, what was the other name here? Lamar Jackson. To the Dolphins, as you want me to type in there? Yep. Um, That's all been said all over ESPN. So yeah, I, know, NFL, I know you've heard That it. one. An NFL executive speculates on Dolphins trading to a tongue of Iloa. This is nothing from the Dolphins themselves. And, and you want to talk about co- collegiate players saying who they want to go play for. I mean, that's kind of funny because there's this thing called the draft, and you don't actually well, that's get what I, Well, that's what I'm saying. The kid TJ Stroud said he would love to play for the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill and Waddle, but he has to go by the draft rules so he can't. That one never happened with the Dolphins' uh, draft draft order. Now that's the one I believe I did screenshot that one, but uh, but but Jimmy, I, I didn't see any other things. I, I believe I saw that and I kind of shook my head. Like, doesn't this kid know how how the how the draft works? I thought I screenshotted that. I can't find it in my phone. You know when you have like, so much stuff in your phone. Uh, let's go to uh, Meg in New Jersey. You're up on a fan there, Meg. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. 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 I had to call, never called the radio station before in my entire life. Okay. But I had to call because I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, not a cold-weather quarterback. What's his record in cold weather? Do you know? 0-7? 0-8? Oh, okay, so he's 0-7, right? Winless. So, in other words, winless. In 37 yeah, so, degrees. Oh, that's not even really that cold, but yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so, so this is now a new stat, right? Forget about, like, 239 touchdowns, like a two-to-one ratio touchdown to interception. We're now just saying, cold weather, we make our decision based off of that. I mean, the Jets play in the cold. That, that would be that, – that's a big factor for me if I'm the, the GM of the Jets. Called, one of the callers called, called earlier, and he said, how many games have they been actually played below 40 degrees? 40. Three this year. Three below 40. But, but they didn't make the playoffs. Playoffs are played under 40 degrees, if I'm so, not mistaken. So here's, here's another question for you. Here's another question for you. Wait. If, wait a second. Derek Carr was the Jets didn't make the playoffs this year. So if the Jets made the playoffs, they potentially would have been playing in games less than 37 degrees. 40. That's like a freaking wear your bathing suit to the stadium at 40. So you're, you're going to take you're going to take 130 games of his career and base a decision off for seven games. Can you imagine what he would do in the cold weather here? Can you imagine? It would be like, I told you so. I told you so. (laughs) So I do have to make this one point for you, though. He had nine more touchdowns than all of the Jets quarterbacks this year. That's saying nothing there, Meg. That's literally saying nothing. You and I could add more touchdowns than all the Jets quarterbacks combined this year. Come on now. (laughs) 
but but here's but here's the thing: nine nine touchdowns on the Jets' record this year. What does that do for the Jets? He, he had Adams to throw to. He had Waller to throw to. He had a running game threat in Jacobs. I mean, those are superstar players he was throwing to and playing with this year. So and, and, and his defense couldn't get him off the field, so he had no choice but to stay on the field. So, so Jets with nine more touchdowns, what, what's their record? Whatever. They, they would have won the division. What? They would have won the division. You with think nine that Derek touchdowns. Carr is going up to Buffalo and beating Josh Allen? You're nuts. Hey, 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 guess what? Zach, Zach Wilson beat Josh Allen. Josh Allen doesn't scare me anymore. Really? Josh Allen, All right. Josh Allen, is, Josh Allen is Derek Carr. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Look, at, look at their stats. At least Josh Allen gets him to the playoffs. Derek Carr can't do that. Touch, touchdown to interception ratio. Derek Carr can't get touchdown his team to, to the playoffs. The guy has 35,000 yards passing. I don't think he can have 100 million th- yards passing. How many playoff games has he won? Guess what? You what? can say that Tell about anyone that's on the crappy team. Hey, hey how many... How many how many Super Bowls has, has Aaron Rodgers? Oh, now, now we're counting Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls has Derek Carr? He's been to, to two playoff games. He was inactive yeah, in one of them and lost the second one by a lot. Aaron Rodgers won one Super Bowl. Oh, God, that's, more, one that's one more than Derek Carr has. the number one defense in the league. The what? number one defense in the league. Oh, he won one Super Bowl when he had the number one defense in the league. Oh, good thing for the Jets. They have one of the best defenses in the league, too, man. Yes, yes. Great. So, Super Bowl, Jets, Rodgers, let's do it. According to your logic there, Meg. Listen, listen, I would listen, Meg. Let me tell you Rogers. something. I would rather take a guy who has won one Super Bowl over a guy who hasn't won, has appeared in just one playoff listen, game in his career and hasn't won it. I think that's where we'll differ because I, I go by stats. Oh, I go okay. By stats. Oh, you do. So, so how is the sixty-nine point two rating in that Aaron one Rogers game? Has a far better career. Aaron Rodgers is definitely one of the top eight quarterbacks in the league, right? Or in in history, right? Eight, maybe ten. And you, but but Aaron Rodgers is. About to turn 40 years old. I don't care. Right? I don't care about his age. He had, he had a similar season as Carr this year, right? And that's Aaron Rodgers, Superman. Oh, my God. All right. How about, you know what? You're a numbers guy. How many how many playoff games has, has Derek Carr won? First of all, zero. That's the answer. In that game, in that game, he had a 69.2 rating. Can you imagine this radio station if that were to happen with the Jets? Hey, hey. Can you imagine? You know, Will you call me back when that I, happens? I don't disagree. Listen, I would be heartbroken. I've been a Jets fan my entire life. I would be completely And then I can't believe you don't want Aaron Rodgers. I don't want him. I don't want him because you know what? I only see him getting worse. Guess what? If, really? If Aaron Rodgers, is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady the same? Not even close. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers put up a, a quarterback rating on the back nine of his career better than a single Jets quarterback has in 21 years. I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you, that's he's not debatable. That, that, that's, that's his number. But, 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 but that, that, that's past. What? He's 40 years old now. I don't care. He, was t- he won the MVP two times in the last three years. I know, I know. But he played he last year with a broken thumb. He didn't win the MVP this year. Oh, oh and we're just going to say because Adam's left, right? Oh, is, that, is that the only reason? No. <gasps> no, because he played with a broken thumb for half of the season. Yeah, yeah, and then and Mahomes was, was better with a broken collarbone. There's the year like this is the problem with Aaron Rodgers. He is going to have next year is not going to be a good year for him. It just isn't. Oh. He's not Tom Brady. He can't replicate like Tom Brady. Okay, so you know now, what, Meg? You know Brady. what, Meg? Okay, 
Give me six numbers and I'll win the lottery because you have a crystal ball, man. You'd rather have Derek Carr crap the bed in a potential playoff game. I don't even think he can get them there than to watch Aaron Rodgers try to try to really do something special with the Jets. I mean, that's 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 typical. That's that's that, I'm sorry, but that's typical Jet fan thinking. You have a guy who is a first ballot Hall of Famer and you're going to say, nah, I'd rather take Derek Carr. That's. And then, then you deserve it. <laughs> In other words, you deserve it. Take a guy who has Super Bowl experience. You'd rather have a guy who's never won a playoff game, appeared in one of them, actually two. The first one he was inactive in 2017, appeared in one playoff game, posted a 53.7 completion percentage, a 69.2 rating, over, over a guy who, who has... The ability to win a Super Bowl. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. 877 337 Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. Hanging with you till 12 midnight. Pete Hoffman is here. He's ready to take your calls. Speaking at 12, we'll take you throughout the morning. Oh, it's been fun. It's been a fun five hours here talking about uh, the Jets quarterback situation. And you know what? It's time. I mean, I, I, we could continue with that, but I would love to just... Talk just a little bit before I head out of here about Daniel Jones and his contract because the Giants also have a big decision to make. I mean, this this is important. I mean, it's the most important position in, in the game of football, obviously quarterback, maybe in, even in professional sports. So, one, who is the quarterback of the Giants for next year and beyond? And the answer to me has been just so obvious. The name starts with Daniel and rhymes with owns. And number two, how much and for how long are they going to offer him or should they offer him? And some dollar signs, just to kind of put the whole thing into perspective, um, in the order of importance. I mean, not that important was that way back, the Giants declined the 50-year option, which was set for $22.3 million. So you know it's going to be north of that. Really important. The exclusive franchise tag for Daniel Jones. I'm going to just round these numbers without the points. So the exclusive franchise tag for Daniel Jones is $32 million which that's essentially a single-year deal. And that money would count directly against the cap for this year if they apply the exclusive franchise tag tag on Daniel Jones. To me, that's not going to work. He had nobody around him. What are they going to do with, like, $10 million remaining? Who are they bringing in here? I know they can get a little creative. They can create a little bit more space, right, on that, but... It's not going to work for me. But if if that's the route you do want to go, which, again, clearly I do not want them to do this, here's the other thing. The Giants can tag him again the year after next, but it's going to be at 120% of his previous salary. So that means if he makes $32 million under under the tag for this year and they tag him again the year after, He's going to make $39 million. So I don't think that would be worth it for the Giants. I think $39 million is a little much. I do. So if you can, and, and, and that's the downside there. And the other downside is $32.4 million against the cap immediately. I just think you always have the bigger picture in mind. So, again, the recommendation is that the Giants do not use the exclusive franchise tag on him. And the only way I actually see them using it on him is if they don't use it on Saquon Barkley. But they should use it on Saquon Barkley. Because in the long term now, 
since they can kind of structure Daniel Jones's con- you know the contract, the cap hit a little bit differently in a traditional contract negotiation, they should actually use the franchise tag on on Saquon Barkley because at that number, it's like ten million rounded off. It, I believe, in my mind, and what I've seen and read and, and prognosticated, it would be cheaper. The Giants would save money in doing that rather than working out a deal for Saquon Barkley. I would tag Barkley, sign Jones, because of the money situation. Again, the organization would save themselves more money if they tagged Barkley, signed Jones. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Andrew in Queens, New York. Andrew, you're up on the fan here. Hey, good evening, um, Danielle. Good evening. How are, how are you? I'm doing well. I know yeah. I know someone was discussing about Derek Carr. They were thinking that he wouldn't be that they'd rather have him over over Aaron Rodgers. I, me personally, I would want Rodgers if he if he comes here, but I wouldn't mind Derek Carr for this reason. His defense in, in Oakland wasn't as good as the Jets have. They oh, have, it's horrible. Horrible. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think bottom quarter of the league sort of defense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the defense will help Carr, honestly, getting him the ball in, you know, the opponent's territory if they keep the same defense as, you know, this upcoming year. I think, I honestly think Derek Carr will do good in New York. I think the other guy was a little delusional thinking that who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to have a Hall of Fame quarterback and then have Derek Carr. If they could get Aaron Rodgers, go get him. If right. you have to give if you have to give it the 13 overall pick, give it to them. You know? Yep. You, you you have a defense right now. You have Sauce Gardner. You have Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. You have everyone that you, you have what you need right, right now. Right. I you have you have you have to get that quarterback now. You have a young you have a young core and you have to win now. We we can't waste Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner for three, four years on Derek on Derek Carr, honestly. If you want to win now, you have to you have to get Aaron Rodgers. Yes, in my opinion. And I I, re- I really hope that the Jets, um, Joe Mc Joe um Douglas gets Aaron Rodgers. You know, and just, even if it's for two years, you know, I'm with you. you. Know, anything anything can happen in the playoffs. Right. You know, right. But you got to get there first, there, Andrew. And thanks yes. for the call. You got to get there. And I got a tweet from. Oh, where did it go? Uh, Coach Wilson, he said, your car slander is over the top. I prefer Aaron Rodgers, but can live with car. And he played pretty well in the cold in the playoffs against the Bengals last year. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? A 69.2 rating, one touchdown, one interception, lost by by a full possession, seven points, 53.7% completion percentage. Hmm. Are we talking about the same game? He lost. Lost in the only playoff game he actually ever played in. So, listen. There's there's a lot to like about Derek Carr. There is. He he he's a he's a locker room unifier. You should, everything that those players were saying about him after it was decided that he was moving on was moving. 
Peep, the guys love him in the locker room. He is easy to root for. He is. But the cold weather thing's important to me. And, and if you have a chance at Aaron Rodgers, why would you not shoot your shot? Jets are in total win now mode. Dylan and Seaford, you're up on a fan. Hey, what's going on, Danielle? Oh, you know, nothing. Doing a show, talking about quarterbacks for five hours. What's up with you? I can imagine. So <laughs> I listen every day. Hear me out because uh, I just want to vent a little bit. So I listen every day to every single show on fan, and all I hear is Rodgers and Carr and basically crowning them Super Bowl champions if they get Rodgers. I mean, are we watching the same team? Have the Jets improved and got some good young talent? Of course they have. But let's not forget who the Jets are. There are 7-10 and 10 teams who choked. Say we get Rodgers, right? With four Where revolving are... door quarterbacks and all kinds of other crap going on. I mean, really? Say we get Rodgers, right? But wait, Where's no, our... come on. I mean, let's be honest there. You had four different guys throw passes in, in, in NFL games. If you, you heard the expression, the adage, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, what does that make the Jets? They had four. Four starters. Well, not starters. But four different guys throw real passes in real minutes of real games, including Strevler on Thursday Night Football. So I don't think that's fair, actually. I think – go ahead. Say we get Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Where's our offensive line now? Uh, Tucker's out. Beckton's a walking Tucker, injury. Oh, Tuck, Tucker's still out? Tucker's still out. Beckton's a walking <laughs> He'll be injury. back. Tucker will – Vera Tucker will be back. Beckton be is it? What? He'll be back, but Brees Hall just suffered one of the worst injuries a running back could could go through. Whoever our quarterback is is not coming into a good situation. We have the longest playoff drought in all of sports. All and of and sports the day. offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year. I mean, that doesn't count for anything, I guess. The defense who doesn't get any turnovers and didn't win one game for us. Okay. I think that's an overgeneralization of that. We also have a coach who is completely unproven. Well, that also, that's a good uh, point. Who also likes to declare that they'll see us in the playoffs. Don't worry. We'll see them again. With an offensive coordinator now who just ruined basically a Hall of Fame quarterback before he even dealt with him. I'm just I'm sick of all the talk. Let's not forget that the Jets are also in a conference with Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. Yeah, but if you get through, Dylan, if you break through in that AFC, you're home free. And the Jets, I, I didn't like the, the 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 hack and hire. I really didn't. I didn't. I'm with you on that. The only way that hack it hire would would cut it for me is if the Jets come away with Aaron Rodgers. That's that's the only thing. That's the only way. Otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. I think. I think they're going to be in trouble. And what would an offense look like with Hackett and Carr? Or Hackett and and Garoppolo? Or Hackett and whoever? I don't know. That's a fair point you made about uh, Russell Wilson there. Yep, for sure. 877 337 6666 as we roll towards midnight. My name is Danielle McCartan. It has been fun. Believe me, it has been a fun time. We've got one more segment to go. We'll reach back. All gas, no brakes here. 
Pete Hoffman coming your way at midnight. Connor, for a second you had me going. I thought that was going to be Nicki Minaj. Let's go to the beach. Beach. Let's go get away. <laughs> the first little guitar, you know, I thought that was it. Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Daniel McCarr, and he is Connor Green doing a fantastic job tonight. Um, it's been fun. 877-337-6666. Uh, I tweeted earlier. Um, I'll say it again. I, I, I love, personally, going a little bit beyond the narrative a lot of times, right? And so I actually looked up Aaron Rodgers' accommodations for the past, whatever, how two days he was in this this thing. And it's it's not what you're picturing. And I've gotten some pretty funny responses, actually, to, to some of these things. And uh, I got at, at random stuff 919 just said a little while ago, he said, in New York, that's a $3,000 apartment a, you know, a month in Manhattan, but with the noise, the taxi honks, the Starbucks. So in other words, it's not so bad. It's it's not what he was expecting. And and I wrote back, LOL, because that made me laugh on the break there. And there was another one. Uh, this guy uh, at 405 Taylor AV says, thank you for this post. This place is nicer than my apartment. Exaggeration. And then what other than a cry for attention did this stunt attain? The guy is a Hall of Famer, but a self-involved adolescent. I was like... I don't know. Hopefully it, it attained what it's supposed to. And I wrote back, hopefully he improved his mental health and, and clarity and detached from things. I, I don't know. We'll find out, though. I'm sure he'll talk to McAfee and we'll find out. 877-337-6666. It has been a football heavy night, but guess what? Trending, if you look, trending on Twitter, the entire show has been Jets. The word Jets has been the phrase Daniel Jones. Uh, Eli Manning for some reason is, is trending. I don't know why. Um, but this is this is this is it. This is the topic, you know. So, um, Outer Banks. Uh, no, nothing important there. All right. Uh, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. And then, uh, yeah. Did you see Michael B. Jordan recreated Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch? It's kind of funny. He used two hands though. Beckham used one. Let's see, I don't know. I don't know if that's completely recreating it. In fact. But uh, we are on the, on the precipice of the next time I talk to you, the Jets, the Jets, sorry, <laughs> it's been a long night here. The next time I talk to you on Saturday night, the Mets and the Yankees will have played their first preseason game. And that is something to get excited about. Again, 877-337-6666. Um, I've got a caller here. His name is Alex. Alex in Brooklyn. You're up next here on a fan. Hey, how's it going down here? Oh, I'm good. How are you, Alex? I'm doing amazing. I want to take the conversation from one Aaron to the next. Yes, I like it. Aaron Judge. Yeah, so I want to make a pretty crazy prediction about how many home runs Aaron Judge is going to hit. I think he's just getting better and better from now on. I think he could hit. I think he could definitely hit 60 again, maybe even 70. What? You're saying 70? What? I don't think I don't. I mean, I don't know. What What do you think he's gonna do? I know. I know he was asked about it, and I know he said something along the lines of like, "You never know," which I guess you do never know. But right. mm, sixty two last year. I'm gonna say he hits forty eight. Forty eight. That's not bad. I'll take it. You know, as long as he stays healthy. 
Well, that's the thing, right? And and you see these these stories of him. They're going to move him maybe to left field. I don't love that because at Yankee Stadium, there's a big galley out there in left center. And if he's going to be chasing down balls out there, and I know he's athletic, and I know he probably would do it. I don't want to see that. I, I want to see him in right field, and, and that's that's it. Who do, you, who do you want starting opening day in left field? Stanton. Yeah, on the roster right Stanton. now, I'm picking Stanton. Stanton, Bader, Judge up the outfield? Yep, that would be my, at this moment, you know, I, with the players on the roster, that would be my ideal. Yeah, yes. I'm going to make the obvious points again. I don't want to see Josh Donaldson in the Yankee uniform again. Mm. Done with that guy. Yeah, unfortunately. Much, He'll be back. Too much garbage with him. Yeah, he'll yeah, be back. And, and you know what? They can't even take anybody get anybody to take on his contract unless they eat half of it, which they should do. They're not going to. They've doubled down on him, and, and it's it's too much with him. Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome there, Alex. And uh, I, like I said, this weekend, it's going to be a lot of football this week. I mean, a lot of baseball this weekend with the Yankees and the Mets, both in action. Big plans for this weekend. Um, I was working on it on commercial breaks and things like that. Um, but kind of to put a bow on tonight, if we were to put a bow on tonight, and you can still get aboard, 877-337-6666. But if I were to kind of wrap this up, we'll go Giants first. We talked what the Giants should do at their quarterback position. I think Daniel Jones only has eyes for the Giants. I think the Giants only have eyes for Daniel Jones. Although, I think it would be in their the Giants' best interest if they do, in fact, have a meeting with Derek Carr as well. Just to see. Wouldn't hurt. But if the Giants... So, so the Giants should stay away from franchise-tagging Daniel Jones. But if they do franchise-tag Daniel Jones, it's going to be under... It has to be under the non-exclusive franchise tag. And what does that mean? That means that... They tag him with a non-exclusive franchise tag, and they say, okay, Daniel, we got you. But you are free to go and find somebody that, that's going to offer you what you're asking for. Now, Craig, before, on my way in, I heard him say that the $45 million asking price for Daniel Jones was, was my words, bogus, my words, fake news, and that there's, you know, there's a claim that the old, his former agency put that out there to kind of tarnish his name in the meantime because he left them. And, and I believe that. I actually do believe that. That that makes sense to me. So the Giants, if if they're going to tag him, which they should not do, they should just offer him a long-term deal, the long-term being three years. And if it takes the fourth to get it done and spread the money around, fine. But if they franchise tag him, it has to be under the non-exclusive. So he can go out and find his price, whatever he gets, on the open market basically, and then he comes back to the Giants and says, here's what I found. Now, the Giants at that point can either match it and keep him or let him go and receive two first-round draft picks for him. And then they maybe they pivot and they go to Carr. Again, I don't want the tag applied to Jones. But if they were to do it, that's the way that I would go about doing it. Because when you look at the comps, like I, I, I sorted them by um, – by quarterback rating, 2022 quarterback rating. I just hit, like, high to low. And Daniel Jones slotted in there, tied at, at 13th with, with Kirk Cousins. And then you look at the other names. And Herbert, you can't count. He's close, but you can't count because he's on his rookie deal. So I don't, I don't like including him in this. 
But you look one one notch above him. It's it's Ryan Tannehill. He had a, he had a pretty good season. So Ryan Tannehill is making thirty six point six million. Kirk Cousins is making thirty six point three million. Daniel Jones, we don't know. And then right below Daniel Jones, actually, he beat out Aaron Rodgers by one point four points on a quarterback rating, and Aaron Rodgers is making thirty one point six. So you know it's going to end up in that in that zone thirty to to thirty six million. That's just what the market dictates. You know, so so there's that. Um, and, of course, this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers, and we just had a call on Aaron Judge, and we got a Yankee call here. So I'll pivot to the Yankees, and we'll go back to the Jets, and we'll wrap it up here. Nice. Let's go to Santa Cruz, California. Chris, you're up on a fan in New York. Hi, how's it going? Great. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so I think – I feel like there's going to be a lot of pressure, like, on Anthony Volpe, and – I feel like it's because of Brian Cashman because we've we've had to pass on so many free agents. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of pressure for Volpe to live up to those expectations. Well, yes. I I, I don't think it's internally. I think it's based on what you just said. Because they didn't trade him away and get any of these big prospects. I mean, these guys. He, they, they stuck with him. And, and that's going to be an expectation for Yankee fans. Like, all right, well, we kept you around. We didn't go out and get Carlos Correa because we kept you around. And, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be a, 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 a expectation placed upon him by the fan base. And I'm going to do my best on my show to just temper that, at least for now. Yeah, I, I feel like the kid's got a lot of talent to be a good star in the big leagues. Uh, at least I'm hoping. I mean... That's, that's what we're all hoping for. Yeah, I mean, Volpe's, I mean, he's he's due in 2023, according to MLB Pipeline, and that's pretty much never wrong. So it's just a matter of when, really, and, and, and where. I, I'm just going to lose it if I see ICAF at shortstop. I mean, oh, you're going to, but you're going to, and that's, uh, that's a problem. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I can't stand ICAF. I mean, he... last year I wanted to believe in him, but he just he folded under pressure. I mean... That throw in game four, I mean, he, he, he doesn't have what it takes to be in New York. Who? Uh, IKF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were still talking Volpe. I was like, wait, what? No, no, no. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 guess what? Chris, they, they re-signed him. They, they, they brought, intentionally brought him back into the fold, which confused me completely because you talk about having a, a, a surplus of, of middle infielders, and yet you bring him back in, into the surplus? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. A guy you benched in the playoffs last year in the postseason for, for the likes of a rookie. I don't get well, it. Well, you know, Cash, well, Cashman, he'll, he'll never admit that he's right. done, done wrong. Right. He'll, he'll never... You'll never hear that from him. Yep. And, you know, I used to be the biggest Brian Cashman supporter, you know. You know, in all fairness, you know, Cashman has done a lot of good things, you know. You know, Cortez, um, he's brought a lot of good players here. But he's also done a lot of, you know, horrible things, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you, want to talk about, if you want to talk about the pitching as well, I mean, that's like. I mean, uh, here, let, let's run through it. Pitching, sure. Then you want to run through it? Fine. The Hicks contract, abominable. Taking on Donaldson, abominable. Um, um, what else? Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury. I mean, we can we can go back and back and back if you want. But we're out of time. And unfortunately, we can't tonight. But we have the weekend to do it. So I want to just say thanks to every single person that called in tonight. Could not have done this without you. And I love coming here, talking with you, whatever day of the week it is, whatever time slot it is. So thanks for hanging with me over the past five hours. 
And if you missed any portion of tonight's show, you can hit that Odyssey Rewind feature and select the start of the show, which was 7 p.m. Great, great job to Connor Green behind the glass tonight, to Rich Ackerman on the updates, Marco Belletti. And I'm going to see you next weekend for a Danielle doubleheader. Eight hours of radio over a 21-hour time span. Get ready. It's baseball season as well. In the meantime, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You've got Pete Hoffman coming your way next right here on WFAN. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.